You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel that's uh, made with premium materials, technology, designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse, let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish looking guy. But his golf game is on point. Little do they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
Who is Jimmy Pardo? Guess again. Here he is. And I do the horns. You're the one yelling, Jimmy. Yeehaw! Let's have some maple syrup. Oh, man. See? I know what I'm doing, and I know how to catch it. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello everybody indeed yes welcome to the program episode 2909 i was told uh prior to uh starting uh, the uh conversation here in the studio was what episode number is it and we settled on 09 because that's the actual answer uh, coming to you from a beautiful Sherman Oaks, California, earlier than... No, we're right on time now. Yeah. Uh, we got here early because, uh, full disclosure, we were gonna, uh, supposed to be watching the White Sox game for the White Sox, and then it was rained out. So uh, I may I dragged Elliot Hochberg here at 9.30 in the morning, <laughs> and he, very strict, by the way, I must know by 10 o'clock the night before... <laughs> I just wanted to know so that I could get to sleep at I understand. a time. 100%. Very, very good. But uh, here's, the, here's the problem. And I, and I know this is you're wrestling with this long-term issue, and I don't mean to sure. uh, exacerbate it, uh, especially when you're tired. But <laughs> when you're used to staying up very, very late, and then someone's like, hey, we need to be there at 930, so then you have to go to sleep, you're never going to fall asleep, right? Well, but I can I can make some choices. Okay. That like are not, not full eat disclosure. any For, chocolate. Let, let's pretend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, stepped on that. Uh, so I alert you at, at last night, nine forty-five, I believe, is when yep. the mm-hmm. uh, text came through. The mm-hmm. game was finally over last night. That let us know that there would be a game four, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm wearing a White Sox shirt in support of my team mm-hmm. uh, to go. We were uh, uh, to go, and I'll give you more details on this in a moment. But uh, so, when did you go to bed then? Uh, I managed to get to bed at about. 12.30, maybe almost 1 a.m. All right, let's pretend now that it was. Uh, I would have texted and said, actual time, guys, don't have to get there early. What time would you have gone to bed? So I went to bed at the time I went to because I took some uh, melatonin. Okay. Right, so that kind of helps. I got Absolutely. Sort of stuff. So I wouldn't have taken that, and I probably would have managed to get to bed probably 2 or 3 in the morning. Can I also suggest, by the way, CBD chewables? Uh, that uh, that will help relax and put you to sleep as well. That's an interesting idea. I've had uh, some other C- CBD stuff yeah. over, over time. Yeah. I, believe we're, I believe we're about to have a new sponsor for uh, CBD stuff as well. Hmm. So uh, be on the lookout for that to use that code. Hey, speaking of codes, I used uh, the code for Happy Spoon. And magic I, Spoon. Magic Spoon, rather. Yeah. Uh, use the code. Code is Pardo. It's, uh, magic, it's Magic Spoon? Yeah. Magicspoon.com slash Pardo. And then use the code Pardo and you get uh, five bucks off. I, uh, I, 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 I re-upped yeah. and bought more cereal and I used my own code. And they said, where'd you hear about us? I said, the Never Not Funny podcast. <laughs> So uh, and please don't check who the host of that is. As you look at my shipping address. Uh, I did get an email from the computer welcoming me to the Breakfast Club. Love it. So uh, I, li- I like. I'm going to re-up too. I, I still have some. I'm still going through my initial supply, but. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why we're doing suddenly doing an ad in the middle of the show, but I do. I'm just talking about it. my day. That's what we yeah. do here on the program. Right, I'm just, but I do really love it. Uh, it's really good. But uh, so I'm supposed to uh, be leaving shortly. Yes. To meet fellow Chicagoans at Gino's Pizza, mm-hmm. Gino's East, uh, where we met for game one at Gino's East. We went to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings for game two mm-hmm. and then back to Gino's for game three. We're going to go there again today for game four. They have a nice patio out back. Oh, uh, they got a nice that. TV. Cool. Uh, last night, uh, there was um, 
Uh, not everybody can make it. So it was me and Lenny Schmidt last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody else on the patio. Oh, wow. Uh, we were the only two out there watching the game. And then a, huh. uh, a family of four came in and ate. Then they left. What Another time? family of four came in, ate and left. What time was the... Six oh seven. The game started last night. Okay, this is very helpful. No, no, I'm sorry. Five oh seven. Los Angeles time. Okay, because I I actually love Geno's. I like their thin crust pizza, and um, I would love to like take my family there. I did not know they had a patio in the back. They have a very nice patio in the back. So that's right off the bat game changer. Yes. Secondly, I would have assumed it was always very crowded, but you're telling me not so. Apparently, it was crowded earlier when the Bears game was on. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you this: that when uh, so we went for game one, it was uh, the two Schmidt brothers, Mike and Lenny, myself. Uh, Mike Siegel stopped by mm-hmm. and another comic uh, from Chicago that I've known for I've actually known longer than any of them uh, a guy named Mike Burton great guy and um, we uh, at one point were the only five people in there love and it. then another guy named uh, Zimmer was his last name uh, he came in with his White Sox jersey and love it uh, an older gentleman who when he left he said I want to thank you guys for a great afternoon oh, that's that, nice. that was a lot of fun hearing all the old references and yeah. uh, and then another Sox fan came in and uh, from Schaumburg and so there was seven people mm-hmm. for and we thought we got there literally the text with lenny mike and myself you better get there early and camp out and get a table right and uh i walk in and the owner goes uh, right over there and <laughs> uh, maybe the trick is it sounds like the trick is if the bears are playing early and that like if, if they're playing around like midday yep then you go for an early dinner and it'll be cleared out because everybody who cares has gone there for They've lunch there, yeah Okay, I, I like this. I, I think uh, uh, and they got nice high tops back there in the patio. They got okay. a, the television was on for us to watch the game, mm-hmm. and it was uh, so that was last night. And then uh, the first night we were also there, uh, and then uh, the second we went to BW 3s there in the Galleria, and uh, again the only five people there. <laughs> wait, wait, when were you at the Sherman Oaks Galleria? Sherman Oaks Galleria was on um, th- Friday at twelve thirty-seven. Was the game time? Did you walk past us and not notice us? I walked past a group of people and I thought, is that Mike Schmidt? And I'm At like, what time, dude? It it must have been right after that or right before, <laughs> right around there because we went to see Bond at that morning that uh-huh. at the Regal Beagle. At what time was your movie? I, I'm having to double check. Yeah, you're having a tough time. I, with I swore that I saw Mike. Well, then Mike. You, that was yeah, us. It's got to be. That is. It was us. Holy we probably, <laughs> if I may, we probably made fun of you. Because <laughs> you're kind of in an aquarium. You know, you're, they yeah, got, they got the plexiglass so you can see what you're walking past. Yeah. Uh, oh, what, I, one guy looked like, I called him Joe Biden and he walked past a thousand times. <laughs> oh, there he is, there's Joe Biden. Uh, dude, and then Mike Schmidt and his dudes. Uh, but we had a nice time there. A, very, a, a young Hispanic waitress that got our humor. Oh, wow. And was all in on it. She, Did you tell her about the podcast? <laughs> uh, I said, I, I'm a successful comedian. Check it podcaster. out. Podcaster. Go to uh, the, By the way, the owners of Geno's Eats are a couple of retired screenwriters. They wrote on oh. sitcoms we've watched. Wow. And uh, they both have gorgeous heads of salt and pepper hair. I've been dreaming of watching a sitcom. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, that's a callback to a thing these so people haven't heard yet. May or may, yeah, probably not. Um the uh and they were nice guys they're nice guys okay. and um but why did i bring that up because um oh they said uh they said hey, hey what do you guys do 
And I and I did what I always do. I go, uh, they're all comedians. <laughs> and uh, Mike goes, fuck that. He's the most successful out of all. And, he, and I'm like, I, well, I'm also, also a comedian. I turned into Woody Allen for some reason. <laughs> but I, whatever, somebody, I never liked sending him a comedian. So yeah. I, I wanted it to be on them. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but then he said, uh, oh, I, we probably have mutual friends and stuff. And then mm-hmm. yeah, I used to write on these shows. And I, I, I can't for the life of me remember, but the uh, shows we've watched. Wow. Uh, what time was your movie? It was at 10.50. So ten, so you walking we out? Walk, oh, you we, certainly did. Yeah, for sure. So that was because uh, you must have been there four hours, right? Uh, Three hours. We were there. No, it's four hours. So it was. We were there from twelve thirty to four thirty. So yeah, you. Qu- you there's no is, doubt you walked past us, that, Karen. Because <laughs> I thought for a second, I was like, if that, I wonder if I should just go back and just throw myself against the window if it's Mike. And I was like, forget it, and we just kept going. I don't know. That would have been startling. I know. I'm just, just me th- with a mask on. Just, it would have been wonderful. Yeah. We would have welcomed Damn. you in. We had some delicious uh, uh, loaded tater tots, which may or may not be the greatest thing I've ever eaten in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some boneless wings. Here, uh, the fr- I, I'll say this. The first uh, day at Gino's, uh, we uh, we assumed we were going to be there for four, uh, for four hours. We ordered salads with some appetizers, uh, mozzarella sticks, and then... Uh, ordered pizzas for later mm-hmm. and uh, way too much fucking food. <laughs> yeah. Way too much food. But that didn't stop me from eating an entire small pizza, mm-hmm. uh, which I, the goal was for me to order a pizza and bring half home uh, either for leftovers or for Oliver to have or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're grazing on that food. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, right. it's there. It's like, you know, I'll have another piece. Mm-hmm. I'm bored out of my mind. Uh, socks were losing. Um, so then we went to BW3s and we ordered some appetizers thinking we'd order sandwiches later. And uh, when it came time for that sandwich order, we all went, we're good, right? What are we doing here? <laughs> well, it's like middle of the afternoon at that point. You already had basically lunch. We had lunch. Yeah. We had uh, salads again, appetizers, uh, queso. <laughs> um, sure. And then last night we ate like uh, Lenny and I uh, ate like human beings. Mm-hmm. And uh, waiter, uh, the first waiter's name was Unique. Oh. Nice name. He was great. He may have been the greatest waiter I've ever had in my entire life. That's a name that, by definition, describes itself. Very much so. So much so that uh, he had to say it nine times because I didn't believe it. Or not, I didn't. My brain would not comprehend that's what he was saying as yeah. the answer. Uh, and then a, a young man took over for Unique because uh, Unique had to get. Uh, uh, usually they close at nine o'clock, but the game was bleeding over. They were kind enough to let us stay. That's nice. Uh, while they closed out. Mm-hmm. And uh, but uh, Unique had to hop on a bus to get to the train to go home. Mm-hmm. And so Devin, young Devin. Uh, said uh, when we were leaving, he said, uh, thanks, Jimmy. Nice to meet you. And I said, do we know each other? And he said, uh, nope, but uh, how do I not talk to the legendary Jimmy Pardo? Very nice young man. Oh, that's nice. I said, oh, do you do stand-up? He goes, no, I'm more of an improv guy. My wife and I just moved here. We, I was at uh, Second City. And, uh, and nice young man. Awesome. Very nice young man. Love so um, had some great times watching the mm-hmm. – uh, uh, obviously, we had a better time watching the third game yeah. when the White Sox came back and won, which was uh, – terrific but the first games even though even though they lost which is fucking you know you get in your car it's depressing you, you got mike and lenny schmidt and mike burton and mike seal you're hanging up with four funny dudes three mics <laughs> too many mics right yeah mike uh, mike schmidt actually texted that when lenny said mike burton could be coming again nope already too many mics <laughs> uh but fu- all funny you know what i mean yeah, uh, yeah. just non-stop laughter great that's guys great. that's great and uh so and a great way to because uh, last night some people couldn't make it. Mike Schmidt was in uh, Las Vegas watching football, the Bears and the Raiders. And uh, Mike Burton had to go to somebody's 60th birthday party. And Lenny thought he had something to do, so it was just going to be me. And that felt, uh, e- even though it was just going to be me last night, I was going to go to Geno's and watch it, hoping some other Sox fans would be there. Because mm-hmm. just sitting at home for a playoff game seems sad. Hmm. Um, 
And luckily, Lenny said, uh, hey, dude, I'm, uh, my thing's over. I'm going to be there. We are we are exact opposites. I find going to the movies by myself sad. You love doing it. Yes. I uh, have no problem watching a game I care about at home by myself. I'm, I'm texting with people, but I don't need. I do agree. It's fun to be in a place with other people who care. Yeah. It's a different experience. Um, but it's almost like an Oscar party where it's it's sometimes a little annoying because you feel like you can't really focus as much. Yeah, but you know what? Baseball, to Elliot made this point prior to the to this, baseball is such a game yeah, where you true. can have conversations. Because there's plenty of downtime. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. And uh, by the way, had Lenny not gone, and I still went to Geno's, I would have been sitting on the patio alone <laughs> for so four it, hours. <laughs> it would have been even sadder than yeah. being at home where maybe my family could chime in. Right. Yeah, that is It would have crazy. been me sitting at this just <laughs> four, for four hours because I, I did play you it get, over in my be, head. You really become friends with us. The way, with what, do you got, what do you got, fellas? <laughs> Unique. Come back. Uh, Unique. Hey, De- Devin, let's do a scene. Tell me about yourself. <laughs> it... Uh, but and I play on the drive home. I was again very grateful that Lenny showed up. But uh, playing it out in my head of um, would I have left after I was done eating and going? Right. There's no. Turns out nobody else showed up to yeah. do this. Would I think you would have? But then I'm in. But, but then what if I was in the car when they had that huge inning? And yeah. It's like shit. Why yeah, am I in the fucking up. car for this? Right. Good point. Um. But uh, great fun, and hopefully mm-hmm. uh, today they they got rained out today. So people listening to this already know. The series will be over by Thursday, right? In one way or the other. Uh, Thursday, if it goes to five games, it'll be over Thursday night. Oh, Thursday night will be the fifth game. Okay. Uh, my apologies. Wednesday night. When, yeah. My, my days are all screwed up because of this. The rain delay. But they still have to play. They're going to play tomorrow, Tuesday. Yeah. If, if the Sox win, it goes back to Houston on Wednesday night. So, yes, to your point, by the time people hear this, they will know the outcome. Yeah. So, my apologies sad right it's kind of depressing to think about no it's gonna be exciting no no i'm just saying like yes it could go we don't know how it's gonna end but they know (laughs) they know that that this this is uh election show all over again (laughs) this is is, let's get brian husky in here so we could uh, really just uh it's interesting i mean i think i don't know you tell me if it's some maybe pandemic related because i know my situation with sports but i i know you've you, I've known you 15, 16 years. You've always been a huge fan. You've always been invested in it. But it feels like I don't remember you watching 162 games before this year. Uh, maybe I just wasn't aware of it. 2005, I probably did. Uh-huh. Uh, 2008, I, I, the years where the, I think they have a chance. I think I you, am you more invested. But I will agree with you that I think it is COVID. Yeah. Uh, there's, you know, the, the chances of being out of the house while the game is on. Yeah. Uh, also, there's something about, I will say this, that it's become very, uh, somewhat, uh, uh, I've become somewhat of a stereotype, a cliche in that, well, dad's going to watch his baseball mm-hmm. while the other, you know, and they, and it's kind of, they just know that it's, I'm going to watch it yeah. where to your point, maybe three years ago, dad didn't have to watch his baseball. Oh uh, yeah. I like, I completely stopped following the Lakers, like pretty much once Zoe was old enough yeah. to know that I was doing that kind of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I had kind of just like they they won back to back championships in what oh nine and ten or something like that and uh, and I was you know watching that but I had already sort of detached from the team emotionally a little bit just mm-hmm. because it's just I, I I don't know I just I, I lost interest in the NBA in general. You still over got that, that raincoat? <laughs> I think I do. Yeah, Lakers. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. Yeah. Hey, Lakers. Hey, Lakers. <laughs> Great, Mike Schmidt. Yep. Uh, it doesn't fit right. I don't know why at the time it seemed fine, but it's very big Boxy. around. Even though it doesn't, it's not long. So it's it's a strange because it was one of the, it was a giveaway, right? No, no. It's at least gave it to me for Christmas or something. I think 
Oh, yeah. I and thought it was a giveaway. No, it's it's like fleece lined. It's a nice oh, it's n- jacket. Like it just fits oddly. Yeah, it's just an odd fit, and it's it's a pullover, which is kind of weird. You know how like when you come in from a big rainstorm, you want to like wrestle with a fucking pullover, <laughs> <laughs> soaking wet. Yeah, nobody wants slicker. that. Yeah, it's crazy. Why would you want that? That's horrible. It is. It is horrible. But uh, no, I'm pissed at the leash. <laughs> but it has a side zip that goes. Oh, halfway that's up helpful to get let you get out easier, which is nice. But um, yeah, I. Uh, but yeah, now that. I like somehow I think it was really the pandemic, but I had started getting into it before I got more into soccer again, just because I think the kids got to an age where I was like uh, there they can do things on their own more. And I'm not like I'm not needed as yes. much. And uh, I don't know. It just sort of it is weird. It does feel like I do feel like a cliche, but uh, but it, I don't know. You need you need interests in your life. I that that's I also to that. I think age has something to do with this as well yeah like you know what that's my thing like this is now i'm gonna i'm gonna decompress and relax and right. watch baseball it's like yeah and and like i i i fell into a career uh that was started as a as a hobby as like a thing that like i was a fan of like i was a fan of comedy i was obsessed with comedy and that led me into the job that i have now and so it's different. Like once you, once that's your job, it's not the same kind of escape. You know, there's like, no, there's no urgency for you to go out to a comedy club. I don't, I don't have, yeah, right. that doesn't, that feels like work because it kind of, it kind of is. Um, when you say work, by the way, you're talking about AST records. <laughs> Obviously. This is still your hobby. <laughs> yeah. And never not funny, fully a hobby. Okay. Uh, no, it just, it's like when, when that's your day to day, it just, it's not, it doesn't feel like you're, it doesn't you're not taking your mind off your troubles necessarily right in the same way that if you find something that's completely separate from your life but i still still i still have that personality where i can't just like be casually into something i'm either like completely ignoring it or i become obsessed with it i think that's where i've gotten with the white Sox in the past i was able to be casually into it i i, yeah. I would watch many games yeah but uh i will yes this year and, and, and last year too during certainly during the pandemic i watched i think i watched all 60 of those games mm-hmm. uh and then the three playoff games that the Sox played against the a's but uh i think i think pandemic plays into this heavily mm-hmm. uh so i think to your point watched all 60 last year where, where there was nothing else to do but watch the baseball mm-hmm. I think that is that just kind of became well. That's what Dad does. Yeah, and then that's right, what right, Dad's right. doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a commitment, man. One hundred and sixty-two. It's a lot. I think I I think I did miss two. So I think I may have watched one hundred and sixty games. Guess you're not a real fan. I know. I, I disappoint. <laughs> I hope nobody gets upset with me. Um, and but and luckily the Friday game was in the afternoon because you never with these playoffs you never. You know, the East Coast always gets the prime times if it's the Yankees or Red Sox. When we were talking the other day, like I called you about something and I just like I knew that the game was on. But it's like, why the fuck is it on at 11 o'clock in the morning? Because it's the White Sox and Astros. And apparently nobody's supposed to give a shit about those teams, even though the Astros are cheating or not. Won the World Series. The White Sox have won a World Series. Right. Why why are we treating them like, uh, well, you know what, they could... It's not just that. It's like, uh, look, I'm used to having to wake up weird times to watch soccer because it's eight hours ahead in Europe. Right. But we're in America. This is the playoffs. Every game should be a weekend day or a primetime slot. It doesn't matter if two games are on at the same time. They don't want to have two games on at the same time. Well, that's stupid. Yes, of course. It's ridiculous. If it's the divisional series, just let the people are going to watch what they care about either way. Like no one's going to you think you're going to catch more viewers at 11 a.m. on a Friday on a work day because it's not against a different playoff game. Exactly. If I'm at home, 
let's pretend I don't. You're just a baseball fan who lives in Iowa. Yeah. You're not going to go. Uh, well, I can't. I'm not going to watch that one. I must watch the Red Sox. <laughs> right. Like you, they ram the Red Sox and, and Yankees down yeah. our throats. But that, but that said, what's weird is except you and I come from a time when it's like you root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. shame. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, I know my memory how many outs there are. There's one, two, three strikes you're out. Three strikes rather, at the yes, old ball you. game. Okay. Uh, but I know from Zoe talking about her like friends in her class who care about baseball. There's like Yankees fans and Red Sox fans. I'm like, why aren't they Dodger fans? What the right. hell are they doing? They live in a city with a championship team. I would say because of parenting. I would imagine their parents it's, come from there. It was part parenting, and in one or two cases, they played uh, in a little league. You know, in the little league. Uh, you get uniforms based, you know, like we're the Yankees, right. you know, so these kids were the Yankees when they were six years old. And so they're like, we like the Yankees. Right. I'm still like, but you root for the fucking Dodgers. They're they're I, First of all, they're great. And second of all, they're right there. You can right go there. see them. They're right there. And they do also, I guess they do also root for the Dodgers, but I'm like, but they seem more invested in the yeah. Yankees, which is insane to me. So what my point is those kids the the, the televised, like the, the broadcast schedule is basically kind of geared to encourage that kind of fandom where you're just like just pick a team it doesn't matter where they're where they are and where you are which i think is strange but why can't you pick the white Sox and astros why does it have to be a, a, a businessman's lunch game <laughs> like i agree it um uh but i will say this about it uh and I, i've alluded to it a little bit um I, i've been eating like an asshole <laughs> i've just been eating like an asshole because it's yeah. you're sitting there for four hours yeah i will tell you if i if i, if I was at home I wouldn't have eaten a whole pizza. I wouldn't have eaten, in <laughs> right. addition to three mozzarella sticks and a salad. Yeah. And then, uh, hey, Jimmy, you want to try, uh, try, try the sausage pizza? You know, I will do that. Like, mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, and then add mm-hmm. to it that um, uh, because the game, luckily the game was early on Friday, we went to see, Oliver went and I went to the Greek oh, yeah. on Friday night to see Foreigner. Right. And uh, ain't like an asshole there, too, <laughs> whatever they food that they offered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as I try, at one point I turned Oliver at the Foreigner concert and uh, went, boy, there's a lot of white, dumb, dumb white people here. <laughs> just a lot of drunk, just yeah. a lot of, uh, and as Oliver to talk about, just people manufacturing, having a good time. <sighs> we're, we're. Yeah. No, right. no, 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 nobody, no real person ever does that. Yeah, that's, you're, you're doing a show for somebody. That's, that's how I felt a little bit at the Alanis show. I mean, like, I understand there are some people who love Alanis and then there's people who are like, you don't you can't possibly give a shit about this. Like, right. I'm looking at you and I know this was not your favorite artist ever. And, uh, and yet they're just like, I think people just like a concert experience. Sure. And so they're like, whatever it is, that's how I'm going to behave. But it's almost like they're behaving as a character. They saw in a movie yes. once in 1978 right. and they think that's, Oh, this is how you act at a well, concert. Like smoking a joint. Like who even smokes joints anymore? First of all, I, I get furious at it at the Hollywood bowl and at the Greek because there's signs everywhere. No smoking. Yeah. Uh, because we live in a tinder box, <laughs> right? More than, more than the fact that I don't want to smell it. Yeah. It's, it's more about it's, don't set the city on fire. Exactly. You, yeah. you, you narcissistic prick. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you this, the foreigner show was great. Oh, cool. Nothing but uh, hits from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oliver and I had a great time uh, right there at the uh, degree the theater. And then the next night, Danielle and I went to see the Doobie Brothers. Oh, my God. Uh, who plays. It's their 50th anniversary show or tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played for two and a half hours in the first hour. I, who knows music, <laughs> knew two songs. Oof. It's one of those where I admire the Doobie Brothers for saying it's our 50th anniversary. We're doing fucking something from every album. Yeah. We're doing deep cuts. We're celebrating our 50 years. 
their attitude is woo wah, listen to the music. Woo <laughs> listen to the music. Uh, that is them, right? Yes, it is. In fact, okay. they, they closed the encore with that song. Uh, but the, once you once you then go in your head, well, they haven't played this. They haven't. There were seven songs they hadn't played. So the last seven were songs that just boom. Like even Danielle was like, yes. Well, here's the thing: when you say even Danielle, I bought the tickets for Danielle for Christmas 2019. <laughs> yeah, uh, because she loves the Doobie Brothers. Oh wait, that. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> that's, I've never heard that. That blows my mind, honestly. She, uh, I, we, I, I, I've seen the Doobie Brothers in the past. Yeah. I like the Doobie Brothers. I'm, aware, you know, I like, I, I own probably just the greatest hits. Yeah. Um, but in my past, I've owned several uh, Doobie Brothers albums. But uh, so when she said, uh, "I'd like to go see the Doobie Brothers," I was buying the ticket for her. That's funny because that's the Alanis tickets that we just went to see her last week. Was also, I think, a Christmas present 2019. Uh, that was a, uh, as was uh, the the Hella Mega Tour was a birthday. There was three, yeah. three things that were purchased in December of 2019. <laughs> right. Uh, but here's the, to you uh, to address uh, that you did not know Danielle was a big Doobie Brothers mm-hmm. fan. Uh, I parked in that secret parking spot of ours for the forum. Yep. And on the drive back, I said, "What'd you think?" And she goes, "I've overestimated how much I like the Doobie Brothers." <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Because um, that two and a half hours is a long show for a band that you maybe know. I mean, I don't know what she. She's well, a fan, if they so peppered she, the hits in throughout the yeah. two and a half hours, it'd be a little different. A little different, but they yeah. they backloaded it, mm-hmm. and you leave feeling great. Right, but it was a long time to get there. Like uh, at one point, we were one for eight. And even I was one for eight. Wow. And so they would go, all right, this is going to be a song. That here's, uh, here's Silver. And I would just look over at Danielle. <laughs> and then, uh, by, the way, she, by the way, you go to a lot of concerts in general. I know it's like there weren't any concerts for a year and a half. Right. You've been to a lot of shows, but she's now been to four shows in two weeks or something. She's been to the, uh, she went to the Mega Hell. Yeah. Uh, at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Or Hella Mega. Hella Mega is Whatever it's called, yeah. Uh, then Alanis. Yeah. And the Doobie Brothers. Oh, that's three. Okay. So three. Uh, right. Oliver and I. Oh, no. Hall and Oates. She also Hall went Oates. to Hall and Oates. Yeah. yeah. I thought there was so something else right before Alana's. So yeah. then Oliver and I went to Hall and Oates. Foreigner. So uh, two. And uh, you went to Doobie Brothers. Pat Benatar. Yeah. Oh, we went to Pat Benatar, too. Yeah. So Oliver has been to three. And then I. Yeah. I've been I've, to four. And I've been to all but the uh, Alana's. Hella Mega. And, uh, and the Mega Hella. Yeah. Why can't I say it right? Hella Mega. <laughs> but you were at uh, a different show the same night. You were at Pat Benatar. We were at Benatar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you this, the, uh, the forum and probably COVID reasons, uh, not very full, huh. not very full. The, the floor was full. Yeah. And uh, but we sat, we decided just to sit. We didn't even sit in our seats. Well, we sat where there was nobody else. And and P.S. So you're on four in a month. Yeah. Or whatever it is. But we're you, you and I are about to go. We're going to go to the SoFi to see the Rolling see Stones. The Rolling Stones. This, this hot young band from England. I'm going to see what these kids have to offer. Now, <laughs> and that's an outdoor venue. I've heard it's an invasion. These guys coming here. These Brits. <laughs> It's going to be great. I've never seen them. It kind of feels like if you have a chance to see one of the most legendary rock bands in the history of music, you should take that opportunity. And so, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see the the that venue. I've never mm-hmm. been there before. It's brand new. Uh, and, uh, I mean, they're going to play 15 songs that I know, right? Minimum. Yeah. Minimum. It's, it's going to be great. It's crazy. We'll park in that spot. We'll park sure. in that secret spot. Mm-hmm. Walk over a little bit longer to walk than it is to forum, but uh, that's all right. My plantar fasciitis uh, will just be agonizing pain. <laughs> uh, but uh, looking forward to that show as well. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, uh, a friend of the show, Brendan Smith, was also at the uh, Doobie Brothers show, and he 
Sure, the uh, he he had it, it based on the pictures that he took that he was tweeting out uh, that I did not see till after the show. Mm-hmm. Probably was seven people away from me, <laughs> and Weird. he had no idea. Oh my god! Uh, but he said there was a uh, the cliched Orange County guy, Tommy a Tommy Bahama shirt, khaki pants, and a fuck Biden face mask. Cool. You're cool. Very cool. You're cool. Yeah. What do you got, Elliot? Oh, I was just gonna say. So you were saying that the Doobie Brothers show. You know, it was backloaded, mm-hmm. long show. Would you say it was a long train running? Love it. <laughs> Love it. That's a great. By, by the way, long train running makes it into Jimmy Pardo's uh, top five songs that feature the harmonica. Oh, uh, Jimmy's very, records yeah. and tapes. That's a great song. It's a great song. That, that, that guitar riff is great. Yeah. And by the way, make no mistake. Those last seven are all on your feet. Great songs. Yeah. Like you can't, you know, uh, Black Water, China Grove, listen to the music, mm-hmm. uh, take it to the streets. Mm-hmm. Number one on that harmonica list has got to be One Hand in My Pocket by Alanis Morissette. Right? <laughs> of course it is. She literally, it's like she, she, it's like a child who picks up a harmonica for the first time. She's just going, <laughs> like it's, you're not playing any, you're just breathing in and out and with a harmonica in your face. Make let one of the musicians do it's, it. But it's, it, it's fine. It's fine. It, it works for the song. But to me, it's like. I don't. I don't believe you know how to play that. <laughs> I honestly, don't. <laughs> well, you. It's do. on the record too. It, this isn't just because it's live. Like she did it live. It's her on the record. It's her. Well, it has to be. <laughs> you think she brought in a session player to do that? I, I would think maybe a producer would go. We're going to bring somebody. But in then they would have played something instead of just literally breathing in and out. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Let me let me play it because right. I don't know if you guys remember what I'm talking. I'd about. I'd like to hear it, and then we do have mail before our guest gets here. Okay. Mm. Um, uh, I know, I know you love this song, Jimmy, because it, it's in your act. It is in my act. This does uh, The Alanis Morissette uh, lyric does make the act, which you'll get to see uh, hopefully one day in 2022. Mm-hmm. See the act. Although uh, this Friday, the 15th, and this is this is dicey. If the White Sox make the next uh, level of the playoffs, uh, I might be uh, doing a live shit, my live stream. My virtual show, Flappers, this Friday might be at the same time as the game. Oh boy! Oh wow! Yeah, that, that's gonna be. That's gonna be. A, that's gonna be a cancel. It's gonna be rough. <sighs> that's gonna be a cancel. This is the end. I think she plays at the end too. Is it at the beginning or the? I mean, that's, it's, hap- it's happening it's right a there. Little, it's a little bit, but there, there's there's a more pronounced. Let me just play the beginning. We're talking about the harmonica in uh, this song. Oh, okay. And it, how bad it is. Matt Bellness words, not mine. I respect the harmonica. <laughs> well, it's, it's certainly simple harmonica. Oh, wait, she's, she's, when does she play it? I'm broke, but I'm I love this song, by the way. This is great. It's a great song. There's a lot of great yeah. songs on that album. Yeah. Oops. Baby. When is it, though? Why does it keep skipping also? <laughs> oh, I, I thought, thought you were doing that. I thought you were doing that. I was trying not to. Is it after the chorus? I can't answer that. Yeah, that's the whole point of the premise of your playing it for us. I know, but I wish I thought it was. I thought it was most pronounced at the end, but the end is just kind of like a mellow. Does she do that the at, the, at the concert? He's, yeah, he, and, he's, he's, and he said it was awful. <laughs> yeah, he's not putting words in my you mouth. You said it was awful. I'm just saying she plays a harmonica like a child who picked up a harmonica. Yeah, that's the not the same. That's not the same thing as saying it's awful at all. I, 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 I'm just making it simpler, so I don't. I, I, not to steal your wonderful words. I, You're I, basically saying she was. Uh, she plays the harmonica awfully. I don't think she knows how to play it. I'm not saying it. 
look, harmonicas are there's different ones in different keys, right? That so is, if you're playing sure. a if you're playing a song in in the key of G and you pick up a G harmonica and just blow in and out, it'll work. It fits, but it's just funny that. She felt the need to play the harmonica right. and yet didn't do anything other than blow into it. Well, there's no, no there's no notes at all in what she's doing at all. Right. She's just blowing. That's she what plays I mean. it the way I would play it. And I do have one. But she just... <laughs> Who are you keeping that from? <laughs> Why was that information camera. That people can't be aware of? <laughs> Don't look at me in my harmonica. Don't look at me. Don't you fucking look at me! <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, she does change the note. That's more modulation. She's actually playing so I don't know why I'm... Maybe. Garen, go to the Wikipedia page for this album and see if there is a musician credited for the harmonica or does she get the credit? No, it's 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 100% her. It's still very... I, I shouldn't have played it. That kind of ruined my joke. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in, the, in, in concert, it's it really is just like... <laughs> That's why it leads me to believe that that may be a musician. And in concert, they just don't want to pay an extra person to bring along. Well, you, yeah. you, know, well, you got to bring out Mad, uh, Magic Sam. Is that the guy from Jay Giles? Did I get it right? Oh, I have magic. No idea. It's Magic something. I was going to say John Hopper. Yeah, yeah, that would be the. Uh, uh, Alanis Morissette does harmonica on tracks one, four, and eight. Oh, jeez, you can't put the fucking thing down. <laughs> well, but <laughs> she just learned it. She just learned it. <laughs> Guys, I got to play it. She's all high, high on the high on the harmonica. And Russ Ballard, Russ Ballard produced it. Was it? No, it's Glenn, Glenn Ballard. Glenn Ballard. Yeah. Russ Ballard is a Canadian. I want to say a Canadian musician. Uh, who may have, may have written that song for Argent, I think. Could be wrong. By the way, our that guest... That was me, Elliot. I'm, oh, okay. I've, although I didn't see him, that's a very big venue. I've, I felt very strongly that Dave Holmes w- must have been at the Alana show. <laughs> Seems like the kind of thing he would do, but... Uh, I'm trying to figure out a way for us to bet on this, because hmm. I agree. So there's Does no anyone bet. disagree with that? <laughs> 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 or do you think you just want to take a chance that he maybe was busy that night? Uh, he also maybe he doesn't get I mean he, like he was Mr. 90s like he was on MTV like maybe right. he's just like I don't it, need to see it anyway like, well, does, it, does, does a Dave Holmes in, in the uh, world of uh, trailing off COVID go to a concert is, is oh yeah because he told me he was mm-hmm. thinking about flying to Chicago to see Genesis all right then I'm not taking that bet um what's going on now I mean who, who are we betting I mean there's no bet get coffee so it might be oh, okay I think we all agree wait uh oh he's getting coffee during the test yeah I would say that he if he didn't go, it's because he's seen her a dozen times. He, I mean, he probably met her. Like, yeah. he was at MTV at oh, the time yeah, and no she question. was at her, you know, peak. You know, all of these answers will be uh, we can solved when the gentleman arrives. Just mm-hmm. ask him. Uh, mail. Okay. The mail is here. The mail is here. The mail is here. Big box. 69 up top, my brother. The mail is here. Uh, this is a Funko box. Now, I don't know if this is a repurposed box or if this is actually from Funko. The fact that there's a half torn label to this oh, stuck on the side of it makes me think this was repurposed. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not. You're right. Uh, okay. Uh, so here is a open first. Who was, we do have a fan who has a crazy amount. I remember we played Isolation Files with this guy once who had like a crazy amount of fun. Oh, pops. yes, he did. Who was that? Maybe it was, maybe it's this guy. Oh, that's a good uh, Open this first, it says. Was it, was it Isolation Files or was it just someone who called in? Maybe oh, I, I think it was remember. Isolation Files. They may have hosted the game and we talked about it, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't really remember. That's a lot of text. Whoa, two-sider. Oh, boy. This is, from, this is from Cliff Ames Jr. 
Okay. Ah, very from good from the desk of Cliff Ames Jr. I recognize that name. Yeah, sure. uh, attention, mail clerk number 69. <laughs> hey. Hey, Jimmy, Matt, Elliot, Garen, and guests. Too soon for the guest service. Just going to take that off. Over the years, you guys have prattled on endlessly about Funko Pop, and one of you even had a celebrity sighting at a Funko Pop store. Your rabid online fan base, however, has not had the influence necessary to commission Funko to make a set of NNF toys. However, that may be changing soon. What? Huh? As a rideshare driver here in sunny Seattle, I meet all kinds of people. The other day, I gave a ride to a high-level employee of Funko HQ, which is located a mere 26.1 miles from where I live. That's a marathon. marathon. Yeah. <laughs> Minus 0.1. I've decided I'm not going to throw away my shot, shot, and told them about NNF and your love of the Funko. Uh, because of my dynamic personality and superior people skills, I already hate Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're exchanged. Uh, He's painting the picture. I know. I'm, I'm having fun at Cliff's expense. Uh, we exchange business cards, and he will be adding NNF to a long list of potential IP for Funko line of toys. Nice. Well, listen. Here's what we know. I don't know. I don't know what their worst seller is. Yeah. Like, but they have. They're they, they're bound to have a, you know, cousin it from Adam's family. <laughs> Who knows what it is? Right. There's a bad seller. Yeah. We can guarantee. Well, just tell them it to call Tops. It won't be that. Tops will yeah. tell them. Call Tops. Yeah. Tops will tell them what the market is yes. for a collectible Jimmy Pardo thing, at least. Uh, yeah. in, in the meantime, I picked out some Funkos that I think suits all of you uniquely as a placeholder until the NNF Funko line is released. Love it. They are as follows in the order you go around your ho- the horn. Okay. I have a bunch of Funko Pops, so this will be interesting to see. So I, I mean, there's obviously hundreds. Wait, should, of- we, should we guess? Oh, that's is that, is that fun? We have a, a, a no. I was going to say it more politely. <laughs> I was going to say, well, you know, the guest is coming in. We're a little tired. Yeah, we got Let's get right to it. This segment along. Is that fun, you dumbass? That's what Elliot says. I, I do, do the I do think that would be fun. Uh, your love of the movie Clue and your obsession with this actress actress. Oh, made my guess. Made choosing. Here it comes. Well, and of course, with Garen, it's a, it's a tough one because he's probably got some. He's got a ton. I'm going to the camera on this, Elliot. Okay, hold on. All right, so it is Miss Scarlet with the candlestick. Oh, that's nice. Cool. Love, it. Love it. That's very there cool. There we go. Can that's I throw great. this to you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, who plays Miss Scarlet? Is that Bernadette Peters? That's, no. Yeah, it's Leslie. It's Leslie Warren. That, that, oh, that's sorry. one of the other. He, right, yeah, the you, point. you saw her at the thing. Uh, Elliot, in addition to being yeah. named after my favorite dragon, <laughs> your family name made choosing the Funko easier than tripping over an ottoman. Oh, okay. is it going to be Game of Thrones? It is related? Dragonoid Bakugan? Bakugan? B-A-K-U-G-A-N? Yeah. Uh, P.S. Dragonoid would be a cool name for Elliot's board. Dragonoid. Dragonoid. That is cool. Dragonoid. I know you hated Burton, uh, yeah, you hate Barton Fink. I do. So what is maybe, Dragonoid? Maybe Dragonoid. Dragonoid Bakugan, is that like anime or is it some I'll show Pokemon you. type thing? Uh, it's right there. It's, that, oh. it's this guy. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> there we go. Nailed it. Uh, uh, I know how you like to change that board behind you. If you want to uh, uh, immediately get rid of Barton Fink, I'm, I'm, which might not make any sense to anyone no. watching today. Coming in. Uh, I'm turning the paper over. Page one of two. I am now on page two of two. Okay. Matt, mm-hmm. you never shut the fuck up about soccer and LAFC, even though the Seattle Sounders are a superior team. <laughs> I told you. I hate, the, I hate it. has got an attitude coming at me. Uh, this meant choosing a Funko for you was easier than insert soccer team, uh, insert soccer term here. Ask Matt if you need help. It's easier than a, a three-yard tap-in. All right. Well, here you go. You are getting uh, Kaler Navas. Yeah. Is that her name? It is. <laughs> 
so there you go. This is a, a gentleman from the Paris squad, Paris St. Germain. Yeah. The fact that he said I, he set me up to think that there was going to be an LAFC thing here. Uh, yeah. But I don't think they make LAFC. Any well, they, LAFC they make place. this guy. Yeah. There we go. He's a great goalkeeper. All right. Jimmy. I appreciate that. This is the uh, the only the you wanted. Hello, Dave. Come Hello. on. Sit right over there. We're finishing up the mail. Okay. Uh, I assume your test came back negative. No, it's positive. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, there's only one Funko figure that is perfect for you, but mysteriously, they didn't have any of Peter Cetera. So, you know what? I'm thrilled that he sent me this because I would never pay a nickel for this. Yeah. But I think it's fun. Okay. Um, uh, so while yours wasn't as easy as the others, this one is still on brand. It is Iron Maiden. Uh, number of the beast oh wow. wow love it Look at that love face. it sir thank you that's and he's got eyeballs love it you know what i've always liked cliff ames i never had a bad thing to say about him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's uh, got a little devil sidekick oh yeah that's the cover that's the album cover that's so uh funny. That's cool. guest i don't know who you are or what you stand for this is about you dave <laughs> what what this guy has said i gave you a blind gift not knowing who the guest would be today this guy wow. sent a gift okay here it is. how it works guest I don't know who you are or what you stand for. I'm sure Jimmy's love of the term Yacht Rock has certainly come up within the first five minutes of the show. So to that end, I've included in this box a copy of the Yacht Rock Party Game Sail Away with Laid Back Soft Rock and Fun. <laughs> That's perfect. Pretty on point for Dave Holmes. There you go, Dave. Absolutely. Thank you. And by the way, I don't know who you are or what you stand this for. Is Cl- uh, this is Cl- Clint Ames Jr., who I, I've had a love-hate relationship with for the last seven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bonus gift. Ames. In all likelihood, Oliver Griffin Pardo will be eclipsing Jimmy's abilities to bring the funny any day now. Sure, it's already there. <laughs> Some say it's happened already. Yeah, I did. Uh, in fact, someone in the message on the message boards with the username, my name is not Garen. Uh, is that you? No. I don't oh, that's has, my name is Garen. Has been saying the old man is washed up for a while now. Uh, anyway, I can't wait to, for Oliver to take over and enough in four years after he graduates sooner if Jimmy falls down in a theater again. That being said, young Oliver's love of the office and the project he did while, uh, while uh, uh, a while back inspired me to get him a Thank God. Michael Scott keychain. Oh, nice. Oh, he'll put that on his uh, maybe on his backpack. Great. Or he'll tell me that I'm not doing that. (laughs) Uh, In closing, I want to thank all of you for the best damn podcast available on iTunes and possibly on Spotify. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They have some exclusives. It's touch and go with Joe Rogan. It's touch and go. You you can't compete with those guys. I'll tell you what, Joe, I don't I've not listened to one second of Joe Rogan's show. You think he takes time out to open up mail and have fun? Mm. And and highlight the guests and uh, the uh, yeah probably not the community yeah no he's too busy on the fucking hookah <laughs> giving you shit about how you should be sucking off a horse so you don't get uh, COVID. <laughs> I don't think that's how what he, they... he can kill me you know that oh he with his bare hands yeah he could, or or a bow he can kill me <laughs> or possibly some raw meat and I still talk like this because <laughs> he's not coming here I, I I'm gonna run into him somewhere we ran into him at an airport where was that <laughs> Dallas. I ran into an airport, yeah. Do you th- no, but do you, th- you and I together, remember? We were doing a Never Not Funny. Yeah. Was it Dallas? I forget where we were. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, that's always the American Airlines connection. But we know we were coming out of, I remember we were. We came down the escalator. We were going to, to get a, an Uber, and we ran into him and... Um, Tony Hitchcliffe? Yeah. Yeah. See them a lot on a plane. Luckily, luck, luckily, I, too, got upgraded to first class. So I don't feel like a loser. <laughs> oh, see you guys back there. Good luck getting your neck into that seat. <laughs> I can't wait for NF uh, Live to return to the Pacific Northwest again as soon as it's safe to do so. Who knows? I may be the rideshare driver that picks you up. You know what that last line like? You know what? That last line sounds creepy. I can only apologize. Cliff Ames Jr. Well, th- we thank you, Cliff. Thank you, Cliff. That was very Wonderful cool. gifts. Dave, you say thank you, right? Thank you, Cliff. 
I'm almost a little jealous of Dave's gift. Mm. You think he wants an Eddie? <laughs> Can I talk to you to a Michael Scott Keechman? <laughs> My son would love the Yacht Rock game. Well, let's play it and find out. I guess we got it. Uh, it looks all safe. Does it look complicated, Dave? Well, here's here's what you do. By the way, you look terrific, Dave. Thank you very you much. Do. So, do, so does everybody in this room. It's nice to see you. A glow. It is yeah. nice to see you, Dave Holmes. Why, why, why are you talking to me from across the room and there's a microphone right there? <laughs> well, there's one right next to you as well. Oh, uh, is it really? That is picking, oh, it's yeah. picking you up. Okay, I didn't realize. Um, okay. Play as 1970s musicians in Southern California. I could do that. I love I'm, it. I'm on base. I'm on base. Strategizing to boost your career. Score points by creating swanky outfits, recording hit songs, and attending schmoozy shindigs. It's laid back, party time fun. Okay, are you cool if we don't do that on the... <laughs> well, <laughs> so it's more of like a rope. Like it's not a trivia game. It's... No, you know what I bet... You know what I bet it is like? I bet it's like... Okay, I've been playing a board game called Movie Maker. Okay. It was uh, it was Canadian, from the 1970s. Uh, a friend of mine's boyfriend is Canadian and grew up playing it, and she found it on eBay and whatever. And so now we've been playing it. And it smells like an old basement, and it's great. <laughs> but it's it's like Monopoly in in that you have to like create, you have to create a production. You need locations. You need a couple okay. stars. Uh, you need uh, a screenplay. You need a director. Um, and so then you assemble those things and then you can swap productions and, you know, loan out distribution, you know, <laughs> theater chains and whatever. It's it, as with Monopoly, the first hour is torture. Then, <laughs> then it becomes kind of fun. Then it becomes kind of fun. Right. That is kind of what I yeah, feel they, like they are yeah. getting at here. You assemble a thing and then. And then you hit the maybe, road and see if you can make it. Single becomes a hit single. Maybe it doesn't. Have right. you ever played the Kenny G keeping it sexy game? No, no. I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of fun. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be anything. It could have been, you know, sure. uh, uh, packaged as, you know, a, a major league baseball present. Yeah. Like, it could be anything. It's yeah. just, it's just, uh, but, you know, it's fun. Yeah. You, uh, Kenny's been keeping things smooth, so you get to do two moves or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Great. Yeah. Love it. It's great. Yeah. This, this is so 70s that, like, there's one black actor, <laughs> and his name is Dancy. Like oh, what Nancy is it? Jackson. Dancy? Yeah. Um, huh. All of the uh, the directors are, have like, the names are like Morty Jewenstein. <laughs> it's, it is so problematic. But right. it's kind of fun. But a lot of fun. That sounds and really it brings fun. you back to a better time. It, That's well, what it sounds like. Certainly a more predictable time. Yeah. Oh, it also sounds like a, a pretty in-depth and sophisticated, like, almost educational Maybe. take on how films are made like yeah. i i feel like i i wish i had played that as a kid i would have understood yeah. The Hollywood system a little better, and maybe I would have chosen a different. Hang on, I chosen now to clean up. <laughs> yeah, what a yeah. fucking asshole I am. Rustle some paper. <laughs> Literally in a conversation, I went. Now nah, seems like the best time, time for me to start boxing this up. to move on. I apologize for that. No, that's fine. That was ridiculous. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You no, I just I I think that maybe would have it would have helped me it would just shatter the illusion of Hollywood as this glamorous glitzy place and I would have yeah. gone you know what Hollywood actually is boring and shitty and I don't yeah. want to be a part of it yeah it's just about wheeling and dealing yeah. and stuff yeah it's uh, this guy did end up getting into entertainment so maybe it plans there you go oh, so even despite the, the game's lesson yeah he still wanted it that's, yeah. so that proved that he was worthy of it it proved that he was worthy his medal was tested but that's exactly uh, alright Dave Holmes is here he just took the test he's negative 
That means he gets to come into the room. We move him over to the big table. We've got Oliver's trivia that we got to deal with. Uh, and then uh, Dave's got a brand new podcast. Uh, Dave, I, my brain just went to mush. Give me the name of it. Waiting for Impact, a Dave Holmes passion project. Waiting for Impact. A Dave Holmes passion project. He's going to tell us all about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've only seen, I've not heard any of it yet, but I've seen the uh, Dave tweeting out about it. And also the, uh, uh, is it Starburns? Who are you with with this? Uh, exactly right. Oh, you're exactly right. That's uh, the uh, the murder. Karen and uh, yeah. uh, Georgia. The, 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 the mega uh, network. <laughs> all right. I was confused there for a second. I thought he was telling you that you were correct, but now yeah. I'm understanding that the network is exactly right. The network is called exactly right. All exactly right. right. Yes. Karen Kilgariff's, uh and, right, yeah, and, and it, George's company. Yes, that is confusing. Good point. Because <laughs> he said one thing, and he said exactly right. Yeah, said, so the normal, the normal individual. <laughs> he, uh, he said it. I, I said he's on Starburst, and he went exactly right. But I knew <laughs> right. that he was not telling me I was exactly right. right. I get it. You know why? Because I have a podcast. We're in the business collection. <laughs> we know Misfit Toys, Gimlet, Wondery. Mm-hmm. Right. These are places that make podcasts. Yeah, we're in the conversation. You heard me. I said Starburns like I'm in the fucking know. I didn't. I we look, have, I'm the one who's behind the eight ball on this. Heads of podcast networks all get together mm-hmm. and bad mouth Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> we don't invite. We do not invite the Spotify people for that very reason. Right. Mm. It gets uncomfortable. Amazon. Uh, but they're also do. in Denmark or something. Who is? <laughs> Isn't Spotify from some weird? It's from some country. In, is there in talk of Rogan uh, leaving Texas and going there? <laughs> That'd be great. You know, you know what? Here's why it'd be great. So I don't risk running into an airport and him kicking my ass at gate twelve. <laughs> what is it? What? Where is Spotify from? It's is it Denmark? Sweden. Uh, yeah, Sweden. Sweden or something. Yeah. Sweden. Sweden. But I love now it. they're here. Of course, they're everywhere. You ever have Swiss Miss cocoa? You ever have that? Yeah, it's delicious. All right, we're back. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in I, I the imagine, sixteen years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, it, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> What's no, going on? With we're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash part 050. Use code part 050 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at uh, the, the wallet uh, missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on... 
uh, uh, social media, by the way, people saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other are you, are you at the wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, OK. Uh I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earning is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where Earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like when I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these are right. not professional these are broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let's them know who said to you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max see earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now hey everybody welcome back to the program episode 2909 the award-winning podcast never not funny once again we thank cliff Ames jr not the old man that son of a bitch has never sent me a thing no f him yeah you know what fuck senior <laughs> Uh, I always, I always uh, hesitate to make that joke because what if his dad just died? Yeah. Now you're the asshole that you're shitting on senior. But you know what? He deserves it. <laughs> In this case, we'll let it slide. You know, this guy genuinely was a bad person. Kid was a nice guy. He sent us a couple of gifts. Dave Holmes is here. Dave's got the uh, the brand new podcast, Waiting for Impact, a Dave Holmes passion project. Correct. Walk us through what that means, Dave. I will. <laughs> uh, In 1991, gentlemen, mm-hmm. uh, Boys to Men made their debut. Uh, with the single Motown Philly. Okay. You yes. remember the song. Yes, of course. I, I, illogically, they said they were back again and it yes. was their first single. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Dave, will you, just so that I can, my brain, and I'm glad you asked, uh, you interrupted yourself to ask us a question so that I could ask this. Yes. So that my brain can wrap it, uh, its head around where you are in life during this uh, time. What what years were you on M Television? Uh, ninety eight to two thousand two. Oh, three. 98 thousand two. Yeah, much well, later. Later. Okay. Ninety one. I was in college. All right. I was a sophomore in college, junior in college, something like that. Right. Uh, miserable, aimless, directionless. <laughs> like knew exactly who I was and what I should be doing. No idea how to get there. So it was like trying to make myself a normal person. Miserable. Okay. Numbing out in front of MTV and VH1 constantly, right? So I saw this video a lot. So the song and the video 
um, are, are it's it's about how Michael Bivens met Boys to Men, right? But then it's also about you know it's it's about how here they are kicking it just for you. <laughs> but then it's also about uh, Boys to Men, ABC, another bad creation, BBD, Bell Biv DeVoe. These are the acts that comprise Michael Bivens' East Coast family. He's got right. a development deal now with Motown, and okay. these are the artists that he is like one he is in, and then the other two he's signed. It is a three artist development deal, and in the middle of the video for Motown Philly. Uh, against a seamless black bat, black background, um, five guys in in white button down shirts and neckties are around Michael Bivens in a semicircle, and their name Sudden Impact is in lights over their heads, <laughs> and they look at the camera and they point at the camera, <laughs> and that's all they ever do. <laughs> that's literally all they don't say ever nothing. Happen. No, and in, no, I I, I never mean, heard. No, from I, I don't mean that's all they do in the video. I mean that's all they do <laughs> in show business. Yes, that's it. That is the end of sudden impacts impact was, on the entertainment it world. It was very sudden. It was very sudden. Impact? Less than three seconds. And so, I mean, huge leg up, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're in a, a video that's like one of the biggest of the year. Huge, okay. yes. The debut for the group that would go on to become the biggest selling R&B group of all time. Is that true? Yes. Boys and is the biggest yes. selling R&B group of all time. Of all time. More than The Temptations? Yeah. Yep. Uh, broke the record for longest running number one single three times. Wow. Bro- like broke it, broke their own record, broke their own record again. Were those so, the fellows on that uh, Grease Live? Yes. They, they showed up there, Sure. Right? Yeah, okay. that sounds right. Go right ahead. They, uh, they didn't sound great. No, they didn't. No, no. no. They're missing their bass. The bass guy, uh, the, if anyone's watched the This Is Pop series, yeah. the bass guy, his passion, speaking of passion projects, mm-hmm. his passion in high school was accounting. Mm. And he kind of got roped into this whole R&B group thing. And yeah. when the band sort of died down at the end of the 90s, he was like, I'm going to go back to what I wanted to do, which is be an accountant. Isn't that yeah. something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, so sudden impact. Um, signed to Motown under his deal, and then nothing happened, right? So in in my head, I've always been like, there's a story there. Clearly, like I, I we didn't see what went on, but that doesn't mean nothing went on. Mm-hmm. Clearly, there's something there. And because it happened in 1991, there was no internet, so they didn't they didn't have a social media following. They didn't have a website. They didn't have a fan site. They didn't have you know whatever articles were written about them are long gone. Like you'd have to go to like microfiche or whatever, right? <laughs> so I in the back of my head was like that. There's something there, and I've always wanted to know what it was. And so Can I, I like one question, it, Brooke, yeah, they were, they were also white, right? Um, not completely. Oh, yes. But some white. Yes. People. Well, white presenting. <laughs> right. Okay. Because <Yeah. laughs> so we're talking about uh, R&B groups like, you know, Belbid Vivo's black, yeah. uh, yes. Westman's black, ABC's black. Yeah. So it, it stood out a little. I remember yes. the video being like, oh, so this is the it was like the reverse tokenism of that time. Sure. Right? Like, you got to have one white group. Yeah. Basically. And this being 1991, New Kids on the Block are huge. Yeah, yes. Right. So it's something like that I felt was probably modeled on them. Okay. Right. But then, of course, our culture completely changes in 1991. Right. And and New Kids on the Block go from like on top to like jokes jokes yeah, yeah. overnight Un- unfairly right yeah uh so in my head i was like what how do i what what is this right <laughs> like is it a, is it a magazine feature is it a book it was it was kind of too much for magazine maybe not enough for book <laughs> and then um and then karen and georgia started exactly right they're like sort of you know independent record label of podcasts and uh and i mentioned it to karen and she was like do it do it 
for us. Do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a couple of years ago. And uh, and then, you know, lockdown happened and we finally got to start like focusing on it. Um, so it is an exploration of what happened to that group, but also like a look back a at what the world was like before the Internet wrecked our brains, uh, what the recording industry was like before, you know, Napster came along. The internet demolished it. (laughs) Right. Um, Like, what happens when you're like, when you have a big plan, you know, like you get a big moment and then the promise of that moment does not actually end up being fulfilled and you've still got the rest of your life to live. Mm -hmm. Uh, It touches on like everything that I'm fascinated by. Mm -hmm. And it's like at the core of it is this less than three second thing from music video (laughs) from 1991. So it's like, it's, it is, it it is, I'm so thrilled with it. I am, I can't believe we got to do it. It's 10 episodes. I was just gonna, how many, 10 episodes? 10 episodes. And and I I say this, uh, I I love you as a presenter and a storyteller. Thank you. you. So I think it's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, I don't want, I I don't want to ask anything more about the details because I don't want it to be spoiled. Yeah. Okay, but I but, but let me say this, because uh, after I signed the thing, my first thought was like, I hope there's a story here, right? <laughs> because I am now under contract to tell. Well, that I don't story. know if you need to. That guy with the Richard Simmons thing was able to get away with that <laughs> yeah, bullshit. Yeah, that was. I I thought. Oh, well, I mean, those last two episodes him. could suck it. Okay, well, right. and the other ones could because he was bothering people. He was kind of bothering. Yes. People. Yeah. 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 You don't want to get in a situation where you're like, well, I have to camp out this guy's house so that I have an ending. So I have an ending. Uh, Still enjoyed it. I did too. Um, But to hedge my bets, just in case, um, I wanted to like dive into that whole thing of like success and failure and like, you know, making a plan for stardom and then changing course and whatever. So I, uh, so I, I kind of tracked down a bunch of other people who were like, 1991 famous oh great vanished oh boy who i don't want to spoil yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh but yeah so i i uh, i had to cut a few because there is so much sudden impact story uh but i did find a few that i'm like i can't believe i got to sit down and talk to this person oh that's wonderful and and, and also they're just like why 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 are we talking like why are you interested you know in some cases did you do all the interviews via zoom sure did because you did everything during lockdown yeah so that kind of helps. Makes it easier, yeah, yeah. yeah. People were more willing to... Uh, there are some, you know, I'm, I'm ready for it to be over, but there were some you know, some benefits to this whole thing. I uh, okay. spoke the other day. That the, for me, the best benefit was being able to be home. For It'll end up being two solid years yeah. being home yeah. and not traveling and doing comedy and right. being able to watch Oliver go from eighth grade to high school yeah. and be present yeah. for that. So that there's that. I think there's also, uh, you know what, uh, I didn't like going out every single day. Sure. And uh, it was nice to have a snow day every day and not worry about an audition or something. And, yes. And, uh, all of that. With that said, we as we're coming out of it, mm-hmm. uh, it'd be nice to get back to normal. It will be nice to get back to normal. Well, it, which, it, by the way, we could all do if you just get your fucking shot. If you just <laughs> go and get your shot. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I, um, I, oh, God. I don't want to blow up anybody's spot or whatever, but like, if but I may, I, this is this time. Go ahead. This is the time. <laughs> uh, ultimately, a thing that I have heard a lot from people who I care about, uh, who are on that side of things and who you know grumble about masks and whatever, is uh, you know Americans don't like to be told what to do, which is such utter bullshit. <laughs> we love fucking football coaches, and we love military generals and we fucking love we go to church 
where they tell us what, what times to stand yeah, and sit. You're, and you're and anti-abortion anti because that man told you to be. Yes. Yes. Which verses of which songs we're going to sing. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. We like, you know, we wear pants in restaurants. <laughs> we fucking love to be told what to do. We just, if anything, want to be in charge of who tells us what to do. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Like, it, it has to be somebody we're kind of scared of. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's like, you know, it's tyranny or whatever. It's like, yeah. no, no. Pretend some fucking pink-faced army general yeah. is, is yelling at you to wear a mask. We blew and, it by not getting Arlie Ermy um, yes. to, like, the front line of the media part of this mission. To, right. Like, if he was out there, you know, the guy from Full Metal Jacket, if he was out there going, listen, you maggots, yes. you're going to get your fucking shit. It would be the same fucking people who are yelling at kids for wearing masks <laughs> right. would be yelling yeah. at kids for not, not wearing, wearing masks. masks. Yes. It would be the exact same people. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Isn't he dead, though, by the way, Arlie Ermey? He may have died. He may he have died. He probably died. blew a gasket yelling at somebody yeah. at some point. Norman Schwarzkopf, he's dead too, right? I think we lost uh, Storm and Norman. Storm, Storm and Norman, Norman. Yeah. yeah. What about anyway, the, this guy. That, that, uh, what about uh, Arthur Kent? Maybe we bring Arthur Kent back. The Scud Stud. The Scud Stud. <laughs> sure, absolutely. That guy. He sheer sex. He comes appeal. up uh, in 15 years of doing the show. A lot. Maybe every five years. <laughs> yeah. He, Which Arthur, is more Arthur than you Kent. He is mentioned. <laughs> he's mentioned in Waiting for Impact. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. The Scud Stud. Oh, because that was stud. the original Iraq invasion was around. It that was. Time. Yeah. yeah. Did you talk the, to Arthur Kent? Did not. Not one of the people. You didn't sit down. No. It it is it comes up in with respect to. And this is this is one that we are telling people about. Um, I uh, brought Joey McIntyre into it because he he in 1991 was yeah. at that level of fame that yeah. Sudden Impact was going for, yep. and he was very young, and it was just about to drop off a cliff. And one of the things they did was the Super Bowl halftime show in 1991, mm-hmm. which was still at the time kind of a corny thing to do. And there's it's on YouTube. Is the corniest? Oh, it is. Maybe I don't know if it's the corniest it ever got, but it's it's pretty. Because they were coming out of stuff like with up with people and stuff like yeah, that, where the halftime yeah, shows, yeah. Yeah. the Grambling State Marching Band, <laughs> right? Things of that nature. The one the year before had been uh, uh, Master of Presta Digitation, Elvis Presto. Uh, doing a 3D card trick sponsored by Diet Coke. Wow. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, yeah, it was real bad. Like, there's a reason that, like, In Living Color did their thing next year and whatever. This was, uh, it was a salute to Walt Disney World and it was all children. Um, like, children doing, like, a slapstick football game with, like, Goofy and, oh, and uh, you know, Roger Rabbit as the coaches and whatever. It was very corny. Uh, but it got preempted by, because it was ABC. ABC did a special report on the Iraq War. And almost every ABC affiliate covered that instead oh, of the halftime show. In the middle of the Super Bowl. In the wow. middle of the Super Bowl. That's yeah, amazing. Went to a Peter Jennings halftime well, show. They, yeah. they, they learned no lesson from Heidi. Remember Heidi? They, <laughs> no. They, uh, they cut a, away from the football game. I, I, to, I, to, oh, like yeah. Heidi was supposed to start at 6 o'clock or and 7 they, o'clock. They started it at 6 o'clock. Like, Those Heidi like heads a, get pissed off, man. <laughs> they got to wait. Don't want to upset the Heidi's. Forget yeah. it. What? Forget uh, it. What, wait, 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 oh, I had, I had one guess about one of the randos you might have. Now, don't say, because I don't want you to spoil anything. But possibly a Tommy Page interview? Uh, he is no longer with us. Oh, no. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. This is a horrible way well, to find that I out. Know. <laughs> I, I was know. so excited. What was his yeah. big hit? A Shoulder to Cry On was the first one. And then, uh, no, uh, I'll Be Your Everything with New Kids on the Block. Yeah. He was like in the New Kids family, kind of. He kind toured of. with them. Yeah. 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 Them and Tiffany and yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 No, he uh, he has passed. Dino? No. <laughs> There was like, a, like you made a very astute observation that 
not only like everyone talks about Nirvana and and grunge killed hair metal, they mm-hmm. also killed a generation of boy bands. Yes, other absolutely. than other than boys to men. It. Yeah, like, boys to men like shot through that fireball because yeah. they were uh, good. They were amazing, <laughs> and I think it finally benefited a band. To, to be African-American mm-hmm. because all, it was all white guys doing right. this shit. And they were, everyone was just like, oh, I suddenly, like, the veil has lifted. You are corny as shit. Right. And and Boyz II Men didn't look that way because they were like, oh, no, this is legitimate, genuine R&B music, right. and that's fine. But Yeah, there were, there were vocal groups that continued that were mostly black. Yeah. Uh, and if, if for whatever reason, uh, when you say boy band, the image in your mind is is that of white yeah yeah boys, right yeah. almost always um anyway so yeah th- like jodeci and mm-hmm. you know all of those groups right. did continue but right. yeah but the idea of like five dewy fresh young like <laughs> white guys right yeah uh did go away until backstreet boys and in sync and yes. all that 98 years later. degrees 98 degrees let's not leave out 98 degrees say what don't leave them out oh of course not the rc cola of the uh <laughs> the boy band cola wars that guy had Lovely a reality gentleman. show He's had a bajillion shows. I know. Yeah, it's uh, ridiculous. Yeah, and then uh, and then the, the the real hot one has been uh, doing like Chippendales type stuff. Oh, in, is that uh, right? In Vegas. Oh, yeah. good for him. Like a, a slightly more upscale Chippendales. Huh. It's yeah. working. Yeah, he's working. God bless America. Ninety-eight degrees. I, I when uh, Comedy Central sent a group of us down to the Super Bowl in San Diego. Yeah. Uh, to do make me laugh. Okay. Uh, Ken Ober, not Ken Ober. Uh, uh, no, yeah, it was, it was Ken. No it was, it was Ken over. Yeah, it was Ken. Uh, Ken hosted, and we did a live uh, "Make Me Laugh." Uh, me, uh, Carlos Alzaraki, um George Lopez. Uh, <laughs> he sounds uh, defeated. But I, I meant because that dick was there. Uh, <laughs> fuck him. Uh, fuck him, huh? Oh, I hate him. And, really? And he does not care for me. Oh wow! Yeah, we do not like each other. Beef. Uh, <laughs> it's what's for dinner. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he doesn't care as he peers over his millions of dollars anymore. No. But uh, I do, and okay. he can go fuck himself. Wow. Um, Bold. Speaking of kidneys, uh, <laughs> did he have a kidney transplant? His uh, his wife gave him, uh, and then he divorced her. Oh wow! What Th- a that, dick. Is not, that is not my beef with him. I, I don't. <laughs> that is not uh, my problem with him. What if it was? My, I, that son of a bitch. Well, I, it could be if she was my friend. Yeah, but I don't know her. Wow. I, I met her. I met her the same night I met him. Wow. Uh, the day that the uh, feud started. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, but okay. it, uh, I bring this up because our opening act. Mm-hmm. It was an opening act, and then make me laugh from Comedy Central. The opening act was ninety-eight degrees. Great. Did they make you laugh? Uh, <laughs> they did not, they, but they performed to. What year are we talking? When was maybe like ninety seven? Wow, ninety six, ninety seven. Okay. 97? okay. Uh, whenever before they really broke out. Yeah. They, well, they they performed. We performed for about twelve people. I think they performed to about eight. Wow. Okay. There was not a big crowd at this part of the Super Bowl experience. The okay. People wanted well, to be throwing footballs into tires to, for prizes. Of course. They didn't want to, <laughs> like, hey, let's go watch the comedians we kind of sort of know from TV. Right. Also, the Super Bowl fan and the 98 Degrees fan, Venn diagram. Uh, same with the Make Me Laugh. Sure. Uh, not, yeah. uh, not, not a big cross. I mean, not a huge crossover. Um, and if there is, they still don't want it to be at that location at yeah. that time yeah right? it was also boiling hot outside and it was an outdoor event yeah uh but county central brought us down there in uh limousines uh-huh. and wow. i'll say this paid us way too much money great god don't you love that yes 
Don't you just love it? Yes, I was in the limousine. I shared a limousine with Carlos Alas Rocky and two executives from Comedy Central, uh, and the nine characters Carlos did on the drive down. Okay, so yeah. I love Carlos, and That's a good time. Uh, thank God he did all the heavy lifting <laughs> yeah. to entertain these two ladies for the whole drive down. Sure, yeah. Good man, uh, Dave. To give you an idea, we yes. had to go from that venue to a restaurant. The restaurant, and I've told the story. None of us wanted to go. Right. We all, everybody, just wanted to go home. But Comedy Central said, "Well, we made the reservation. Lunch is on us." Oh no! And we were all like, "We just want to go home. Yes. We're in San Diego. We want to get back to Los Angeles." And they're like, "No, we're going to dinner." And at one point, it was uh, we were all getting into limos to go to the restaurant. And as it was whittling it down. Uh, it was clear George Lopez and I were going to share a limo, and he literally oh, went, shit. fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good, though. Yeah, and then we drove, we drove in silence to get to the restaurant, yeah. and then I picked up the pace so that I could fi- find a seat at the table, and then he could find another seat, and sure enough, there's only two seats left. Oh, next yeah. To each other. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How long a drive are we talking? Uh, you know, that was only like seven minutes. Okay. That was only about a seven-minute drive. Good, good, good. Okay. Um, Few. But there weren't, but there weren't even phones to look at to, to like no, kill the time. So right, it was like right. seven minutes of oh, just staring, seething. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's delicious. Fuck him. Uh, Fuck him. Dave Holmes is here. He's hot off the Passion Project. That's right. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. I have wherever to imagine they are sold. If you are a uh, a Stitcher Premium subscriber, all ten episodes will drop at once. If oh. not, every Tuesday the next 10 weeks is did it start Every, dropping or is like where are uh, we at in the, the 12th okay cool yeah i don't know when this i don't know if i still am a situation uh, yeah, so the first episode will be up when this goes this okay. goes up wednesday night so great yeah, yeah it's up great. it's up it's out oh it goes up can't, on the 12th can't wait oh that's tomorrow oh it starts tomorrow it starts tomorrow interesting i yeah. for some reason thought you were a couple of eps in but uh nope here we go. Yeah, no. We're, it's exciting. We're on the cusp. Are you making live appearances to promote it? I, I've been doing a lot of, you know, serious XM shows and mm-hmm. stuff. What have you done? Volume? Have you done volume? I've done volume. I've with done feedback Nick with Nick and Lori. I'm doing uh, volume West sometime Les- later this week. Leslie. Oh, what's her name? Is it Leslie West? No. No, it's because it's on the West Coast. It's <laughs> yeah. right for like nylon or something. I, uh, can't I think it's Yahoo. Uh, she's oh, Yahoo. Yes, yes. Editor. Lindsay Parker. Lindsay Parker. Yes. Doing that. Uh, did uh, Roxanne Shante have a nice day? Oh this yeah, morning. okay. Fucking love her. Rock the bells radio. Rock the bells radio. Wow, that's great. Doing that John Fuglesang. Um, is he got know, a serious sex show? Yes, he does. Tell me everything. Where's it's that on, at? I think it's on Progress. Oh, I've done, I, I, I like John. Yeah, he's great. He's had that for years. It was him and Frank Conniff. Yeah, Frank got uh, Frank got canned. they fired him. They fired him for saying something a joke. Saying a joke. No. Yeah. And a joke that pretty was. I don't kind know of what shrug. the joke was. Huh. I don't know what it was. Yeah, they uh, But that was a fun show. Uh, and still is. Yeah, they would they uh they would post pictures all the time, then Frank mm-hmm. all of a sudden went, Well, you're never gonna believe this. Remember that joke I just told? And then he told it. Yeah. Uh, well I got fired. The uh, the powers that be felt I should not be on the air anymore. Wow. I missed that joke part, but I remember hearing that episode of it. Ah. Uh yeah. I'm going to do Good Day New York with, uh, of course, of course, my mother is FaceTiming me now. <laughs> she has a sixth sense for when I'm Are you going to answer? No, I'm not. Oh, you could say hello to her. Mrs. Well. Mrs. Holmes? Could. Should it's I? up to you. Yes, yeah, of course. course. Entirely oh, up to you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, Mom. I'm in the middle of recording something. Say hello to Matt and Jimmy. Hello. Hello. Hi. In St. Louis, right? Hi. Is she in St. Louis, Dave? Yes, she's in St. Louis. We met her at your Christmas party one year. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah. Yes, you did. So I can't talk, but I'll, I'll call you back later. Oh, okay. Bye. Okay. Oh, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
It's not. I'm not at home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm in their studio. But 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 thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you for the compliment. Yeah. Uh, he painted it. We yeah, just he oh, sure wait. Did. No, he painted. No, no, Matt Belknap. Oh, painted. Yeah, he did. We just repainted. Uh, yes, Matt Belknap did. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? Elliot picked out the color. That's true. Oh, 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 it's really pretty. Thank it is you. nice. Thank, Thank you. you. It is nice. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs> well, all right. That's nice. Mary Lou you Holmes. Know There's positive energy. Making her first appearance. <laughs> funny, but uh, she's also last. done rock, tie, uh, rock Tales with Ahmed Zappi. <laughs> Absolutely. I heard her on oh, there. Oh, my God. Her Vinnie Vincent stories. <laughs> <are legendary. laughs> um, anyway, where were we? You were, uh, oh, I just got done. We were back. talking about we, oh. the different shows you've been oh, doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to do Good Day New York with Joey McIntyre oh, uh, nice. at like six in the morning on uh, on Wednesday. Uh-huh. Great. God bless you, Joey McIntyre. A real professional. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wasn't he at PodFest one year? Did he, he was. Uh, He's friends with somebody in, in our world, yeah. I think yeah. he was friends with Graham Elwood from that mistake. Maybe, yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't know if they still are. Who knows? Hmm. Who knows? God, I haven't seen Graham in a thousand years. Nor have I. Wow. Nor have I. He lives in Hawaii now. Does he really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus lives on the island. Christ. But I think he's over here in the mainland for a little while. Uh, okay. Doing some uh, shows. Some of his live shows, yeah. Doing some of those live shows. Um, that we love so well. What, uh, do, you, do you anticipate that this is not the type of thing you could uh, uh, show up at a comedy club and talk about live? Uh, a live, because uh, it's over. It's a, it is over. Yeah. And would I show up in a comedy club and talk about it? <laughs> well, I mean, pod- people do that. Podcasts do live tapings. Oh, sure. Okay, yeah, no. But, no, this but is it, not that. If it this becomes is, a big hit, like yes. people are ravenous, they, maybe they want to do a Q&A thing maybe, or something. Maybe, maybe. Maybe there's a reunion episode, <laughs> yeah. like Andy Cohen style, maybe. Or is there a uh, another outfit that you could do this about? Hey, remember? I do have ideas for a second season. You do? Season. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Not in the world of music, but, uh, uh, but there's a not, story that, uh, uh, another story that I'm here that I'm fascinated by. Love it. From the 80s, oh. I might want to pursue for season two. Oh my God, I like this. You're like a young Geraldo now. That's right. That's what I do. <laughs> this is I you. Open vaults. Investigative reporter David I Holmes open vaults. is here. I, I take shirtless pictures. <laughs> I say weird things. You got to grow that mustache. Got to grow that mustache. You know, I really, I had one for a while. I just, my COVID aesthetic has just, like, I, I just went back to like pre COVID times. You had wonderful COVID hair. Thank yeah. you very much. You Not everybody pulled off the COVID hair. Yours much. was great. Thank you very much. Uh, it, was, I, I, it was messy 85% of the time, and it drove me nuts. <laughs> like, if I got it to where I wanted it, I was delighted, but there was no one to show it to except for Ben, who was already sick of it. And then if I, like, drove somewhere and rolled down my window, guess what? It's all over. Disaster. It's all over. Uh, but it was, fun. it was fun. I had a little handlebar mustache going yep. for a while. It was fun. But now it is time. To put this motherfucker in the rearview mirror, don't you think? I think so. This yes. fucking pandemic's in my rearview. Yeah. Or at least it's, I'm trying to get it there. I'm trying to angle my car properly. <laughs> get it there. You know where it is absolutely over is Texas. We were just in Austin last week. You were uh, there for the uh, the moon tower? No. No, we were, there for, we were there for nothing. Ben and I have both been so busy that we just reached a point of complete and utter burnout. And we were like, we, ha- we have to get out of here. We have to get out of here. So we, uh, so we just like looked for tickets to various places that we like to go. We found like a round trip ticket for 80 bucks or something on American to Austin. Okay. It was for the days in between the weekends of the Austin City Limits Festival. Also, we missed Moon Tower by a couple days. So like hotel rooms were cheap as hell. The, the flight was cheap as hell. We had no plans. We were literally just like exhausted. And we dragged ourselves to the airport and we went for like three and a half days. And it nice. was perfect. You loved it. It was perfect. And you, but you, you started that by saying, you know, you know where it's over is yeah. in Texas. Yes. 
Yes. What do you mean by that? What I mean by that is, <laughs> I mean, in Austin, you know, you still like in a store, there is, you know, you you do still feel like I'm going to put on a mask. Oh, and nobody's going to look at you askance. People are no. just living life. People are living life. Yes. But also, um, oh, he'll kill me for saying this, but whatever. Let's not tell him. Um, the, the first thing we did, there was, there was a, a gay bar called uh, the Iron Bear, and we went to it, and it was drag queen bingo night, right? And, uh, and so uh, I won the first two games of four. <laughs> Amazing. How much did you win? Do you win money for that, or, um, do, you, or do you win a I certificate? I ended up winning $100. Love it. Nice. Yeah. Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> uh, ben thought he won the third game, uh, and then he went up. And now here's the thing with drag queen bingo is that you, you, you go like, oh, this is going to be fun. And you do it. And then if you win, you're like, oh, oh, no. Then you get the full attention of the drag queen, which is not what you want <laughs> you know, in front of a crowd. It's terrible. They're vicious. Is, you know it, what I mean? ro- is it roasty? It's roasty. It's they, very roasty roast in front you. of a crowd. Yeah. So drag queen bingo is just bingo, but a drag queen is calling, it's the, calling numbers. the numbers. It's calling the numbers, yeah. And in there's this case, catty remarks and that yeah. sort of thing. Great. The, the first thing I won was, um, it was is they referred to it as their version of the thing on a game show where you're in a glass booth and you, and, you know. You grab for the dollar bills that are raining on you or whatever. This was uh, she like just dumped out her purse on top of my head oh. and it was just like grab whatever you can. So I got like a battery, a thing of poppers Ouch. Um, and a, a switchblade with the blade out. Oh, oh no. what? That hit me in the head. Oh, shit. no. Yeah. I mean, it didn't break the skin, but Jesus it was like, Christ. yeah, it was it was. Why would the great. blade be out? Did it accidentally uh, flip itself? It probably flipped itself okay. in, the, in the bag. I mean, that's a funny visual. You got to be honest. Yeah, definitely. Would come out. Thank God. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so then. Ben um, like called bingo. They went through the numbers. He misheard. He did not actually. Oh, get bingo. Ben! So the punishment for that is um, what they called a mama bird, baby bird shot, which oh, you can oh, know what during that a is. pandemic. During a pandemic, oh. a drag queen spit uh, what I think was Rumplemans into Ben's mouth. Oh God! This is a week ago. I'm t- I've tested negative. We're all good. <laughs> I got to imagine the drag queens also uh, oh, a, a vaccine. I and have to COVID imagine free. they're first in line for yes. the vaccine, right? A, ahead of even the elderly. Yeah, right. Um, we have yeah, a bingo geez. game to call. Yes, thank you very much. Yes, it's a it's a it's a high risk lifestyle. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Um, so, I don't know if I do, but I said yes. I don't know if I know what I said. <laughs> very good. I said it, but, um, it well, I mean, you know, you're worth the public is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, all right. So. Uh, so that, ha- and as it was happening, you know, we're just caught up in the moment and he's like disgusted and also hates the attention and, <laughs> and all that. Uh, and it wasn't even until the next day that we were like, there's a literal pandemic happening and that, that just happened. Right. But because it was booze, I, I think that would kill it. Booze kills it. Yeah. Booze would I don't kill know it. That, I'm not a doctor. Well, that's what we believe. And that has <laughs> turned out to be true. Okay. Great. We're healthy as a pair of horses. <laughs> um, but you know, there were still crowds like the last, as we were leaving, the crowd was showing up for the second weekend of acl and they were all you know packed in and kind of just okay with it yeah yeah, yeah. so anyway but you, good uh, people are more or less back to life and you would you had uh, texted me that you were thinking and i brought it up earlier and mm. uh, which will lead us to a question we have mm. not an important one by any means mm. uh but you would test uh, texted me that you were thinking about flying to chicago to see genesis yes are you doing that uh, no you're gonna wait till they come here well I don't. I yes, I guess. Uh, you but don't the, really have an interest in seeing Genesis. You just like the idea of getting out of here and doing something. I would like to see that show. Yeah, I think that'd too. be a fun show. Uh, the only reason to fly across halfway across the country to see it was that my friend Scott Gimple, who we just we 
were drinking one night and we found out that they were kicking off their tour there and he was like, let's go. And he just sort of <laughs> spontaneously like bought the tickets and whatever. Now he and his wife have a small child who is in, you know, in school and probably not yet vaccinated. And so the protocols for the parents are much stricter than for the general public. Right. So because we're still not around the corner on this thing, yeah. it's, it's, it's looking not great. Okay. I will say. All right. But it's the tickets have great. been purchased. Tickets have been purchased. Oh, yeah, yeah, sell them. You get, you get a nice, exactly. Get a pretty penny for those. Exactly. People could use the people coin. love uh, Phil Collins. Kids, uh, uh, what's the date of that? Show? November fifteenth, I want to say. Right. And it would be fun. It would be a great time of year to be in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'm craving some autumn. Yeah. You know, right? Not too far from St. Louis. You go down and see, uh, St. Louis. see your see mom, Mary Lou. Sure. I'll tell her you said hello. <laughs> uh, I will tell you this, Dave. I never saw. I have not never seen Genesis live, and I, uh-huh. I never saw Phil Collins live Me either. until. He came here three years ago, was it? Oh. And I'm not kidding. Top five concerts I've ever been to. Really? He was great. Really? He The band is great. Yeah. And he's great. And I loved every second of it. And I, and I left. I, I, I be, The show started. I had joy. And I walked to my car still feeling joy. I love that. Loved it. That's great. It was just a nice night out. In Austin, we saw Bob Mould. Great show. Didn't leave it with joy. Oh, <laughs> he's an angrier fellow. Yeah, um, but yeah, he was playing and uh, and we're friendly with uh, a couple guys in a band called Gentlemen Rogues, who I think you guys would love. Oh, uh, and they were opening, and so that was part of the reason to go. Uh, but yeah, Bob Mold, amazing. Like you forget that he's had hits for decades. Yeah, yeah. They're all pretty angry songs, <laughs> but they're great. Lovely. This, um, this leads to the question that we yes. had. Uh, and by the way, what he just told us. Makes me think maybe not possible. Yeah, but it's not. What? I think I think the timeline. Uh, I went to my first concert since before the pandemic yes. last week Ooh. at the Hollywood Bowl. My uh-huh. wife and I went to see Alanis Morissette. And okay. when I was there, I was like, I I bet Dave Holmes is here. Had we been in town, we would have found him. You we were, were out of you town. Were okay. yeah. yeah, we were out of yeah. town, though. Uh, but a lot of people that I know went. It was mm. that was that dominated we are, my we are that Instagram age. stories. Yeah, we are that age. <laughs> yeah. However, that the Friday before we went to Squeeze and Hall and Oates. We were there. Nice. Really, Danielle and I were there. Yeah, I'll be damned. And Oliver, Danielle was there with her friend Chris. I was there mm-hmm. with Oliver. Great. And uh, did not uh, see you. No, because it's crowded. It was crowded. Gigantic. It's a large venue. It's a large venue. <laughs> um, I did uh, for the purpose of like seeing who else was here. I did post something from it on Instagram, and then like a half a dozen people texted me oh. all at once. So we did sort of find each other and whatever. That was another one. Now I, I, I'm not putting that anywhere near uh, even the top twenty concerts I've ever been to. Although no. I've seen Hollow before and they were great. Uh, the second they started that first note of Maneater, yeah, filled with joy. Oh yeah, just just joy to watch those guys. Yes, that band. De- yeah. Oh god, decades of it. and fucking squeeze. Yeah, <laughs> squeeze. They were great. They were terrific. Um, I I cried during Tempted. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That's interesting. You and I had a different take on that song. <laughs> really, I did not like that version. That version. I yeah. I would have you know. I, I could take I, it or leave it. But just you know, decades of that song. Sure. Like kind of never being a hit, but also never not being played. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? It's one of those weird songs, and it was, and they were they were one of the bands my oldest brother introduced me to when he was in college, and I, you know, it's just it's I have history with them. Sure, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, that was that was fantastic. It was I was I was never happier to trudge up that hill. You park at Hollywood and Highland? Uh, no, we took the train. Oh, we took the train from even better. North Hollywood. Even better. Mm-hmm. Schlepped up the hill. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, absolutely loved it. Love it. I, uh, we, um, we had a great time as well. Yeah, and Alanis was phenomenal. That's what I heard. Just her. That's what I heard. Her voice is absurd did you get there in time for cat power saw the end of cat power okay yeah i'm not cool enough to be a fan okay and uh 
maybe not the right venue for the energy level of cap sure sure i can see that uh, also being the first in a three yeah. acts thing uh yeah. that's tough but uh, it's gotta be tough to be playing while people are taking their seats yeah and, at least it know, was the time of year it was already dark like sometimes yeah. oh. like we you know we saw we went to see kesha open for pitbull at the hollywood bowl and whatever time of year it was it was still light out yeah kesha's trying to get her yeah she's blinded by the crazy sun. yeah you know ecstasy disco shit going <laughs> right, and it's right. like it's fucking light out. This is terrible. Yeah. But uh, still, the, still great. One of the last shows before all this that I saw at the Hollywood Bowl was New Kids on the Block. They you do these there. like I summer. I was at that too. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So yeah, that one was Debbie Gibson and Tiffany and Salt and Peppa. Salt and Peppa and, yeah. um, and it was amazing. Yes. Right. But we were, we were like determined to show up early because we were like, you know, we're going to, because we had, we had gone to when they were at the forum, it was uh, them with TLC and Nelly. Yeah. And it, doors were at seven. We got there at seven fifteen. We missed Nelly, so we're like, we're <laughs> not going to make a mistake again. We're going like the second the doors right, open, right. and then we sat there for two hours. <laughs> yeah, and they did that cool thing where they kind of it was a mixtape. They yeah. like some you know someone would play and then someone else would come out, and then they'd yes. come back, and like it was just I don't even remember the order. I anymore. liked that version of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. that was like, cool. Here's Tiffany, and then you know what? Yeah. Tiffany's coming back. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't like these people are more important than these people. It was just no. like no, it's just a throwing everybody like to, to double sets and yeah, and, and then by it was nature like oh hey. Hey, uh, naughty by nature, exactly. Yeah. Like, and they're behind you. Yes, like they're at the stage in the middle of the house that I didn't even know was there. Oh yeah. Well, they, they, then when Jordan got up on that uh, sound booth, oh on. my god, come on now, yeah, come yeah. on now. That was exciting. Uh, the new one is what? New Kids on the Block, Salt and Pepper, Salt and Pepper, and Vogue, and, and Vogue. Rick Astley, and Rick Astley, right. who has been touring with a band and playing Smiths songs. Yes, and two fighters. <laughs> Really? He played, oh, he played Everlong in a club. I saw a wow. YouTube clip of it. Maybe that was an older video. I don't know. But right, don't yeah. Matt and I but... saw him at the Ace Theater. Oh. And uh, I left uh, full of joy. Again? <laughs> Matt walked next to me to the train. Oh. Uh, no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. You you were a big fan of that album that, that album, he was touring that, on. That album 50 is fucking great. Yeah. I never did listen to it. I'm oh. It's, it's, it is phenomenal. Okay. It, it made me appreciate him. I, I liked him in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, but it made me appreciate that stuff yeah, even more okay. than I'd liked it already. Okay. And then th- this, I love it. He's due for a, for a resurgence. That's what we talked we about. We were just yeah, saying that. Me. He's due for one of those weird uh, Tarantino like, type. Like yeah. a, or like when Michael Bolton suddenly became like yes. relevant two years ago. Yeah. 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 yeah all over again. Yeah. Uh, celebrity dating game yeah <laughs> never did uh never did see a single episode of that oh no, i haven't seen one second of it no. and i don't blame uh, michael bolton for that no i just kind of blame i don't need to see that yeah no thank you no thank you right yeah i mean when i think charismatic hosts a game show host i think zoe deschanel absolutely get me zoe deschanel <laughs> like that's the first call and the last call because I mean, we're not doing it if we don't get her yeah i mean there are so many skills a game show host needs <laughs> she's got and, them all you know if you think about them all she's got them. <laughs> she ticks the boxes yeah. she ticks all the boxes yeah. she's a fine actress she's a great actress yeah i this is a thing that i bitch about a lot the the idea uh, of all of these shows being like going to people who are already famous for other things. They're all stunt cast. Yes. And the whole, like, you know, I, I'll watch um, Buzzer on Pluto, you know, the, the all game show network yeah, yeah. that's on Pluto. And it's, and it's, you know, Bob Eubanks and it's Bill Cullen and it's uh, Burt Conn. But can I say this, Dave? Because I fight, I have this argument. These guys have heard it for yes. 15 years. Yeah. Uh, I have it at home, but then part of me thinks like, but Bert Convy was a successful Broadway actor. So oh, uh, uh, Gene Rayburn was a successful actor in, in New York. Uh, Bill Cullen was a disc jockey. Wink Martindale was a okay. disc jockey. They came out of sure. the, They weren't unknown. No. But they weren't 
Michael Bolton. They weren't yes. Alec Baldwin. Yes. They weren't Z- Zoe Deschanel. Why the fuck is that happening? Snoop it should be dog. what? What do you what could you possibly want? I was just gonna I was gonna agree with you then but like most of those people you just mentioned are were radio disc jockeys. So yes. therefore they have one of the specific kinds of skills they of do being able to do stuff in real time. You're voice. exactly right. They yeah. have they have they, they have host instincts. Yes. Right. I think yeah. I I think we just answered the question who they, who should they be calling then? Joe Rogan. Obviously yeah. Joe Rogan. Obviously yeah. Joe, Rogan. Joe Rogan. Well, yeah. he did Fair Factor. He's a modern-day Burke Convy. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, sure absolutely. He's a song yeah. and dance man. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. It is, you know, for guys like you and I, where mm-hmm. we were journeyman hosts, mm-hmm. uh, that that was our job because Alec Baldwin was busy doing television or movies. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, good. A good chance for Todd Newton or Dave Holmes or Jimmy Pardo to get it. Thank you. Yes. Maybe J.D. Roberto. Oh, J.D. But... No. No. Now it's gone now. Because now uh, Anthony Edwards, uh, is that his name? Anthony yes, Anderson. Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson has to host nine shows with his mom. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth Banks. And, you yeah. know. And they're fine. They're Jane, fine. Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch, exactly. Although Jane's good. She, because I'm she sure comes. At good. least she comes from an improv right. like world where she maybe has some skills. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. And uh, the whole world of TV panel show panelists. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Like people who and they, too, were like often writers or, you know, they they had a a, like a a profile of their own that they had built separately. But like a Bennett Surf or uh, later Brett Summers and and Charles Nelson Riley and whatever, like people who could be counted on to be entertaining in that format. Right. Right. They weren't just famous. They were like they were actually the who you want in there. Yes. And in some ways, like from my perspective as a kid, they were famous from those game shows. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know what Charles Nelson Riley did before. Yeah. I don't know. A guest on Love Boat and and Match Game. How we met George Goebel. I have no idea. (laughs) But he was like, that was his gig. And it was like. Hey, uh, I'm George Goble. Let's go to my weekend house. You know what I mean? That I get from yes. being on whatever the fuck show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? it just yes. got, I got the sense that those were the people that producers were like, who's the most fun at a party? We'll, right. We'll get them. Right. And I don't know that people are thinking that way anymore. I don't well, think they, they are. Well, they are, but it's uh, those people are now on podcasts. And they <laughs> right. don't get paid at all. Right. You know what I mean? It's a good point. Like now it's it's right. the people who are. Are you saying you want money for your parents? Or we you? gave you Yacht yeah. Rock. Yeah. Oh, the Yacht Rock? <laughs> the board game? I could I could have easily read that as, and here's another nice gift for you, Jimmy. Yeah. A Yacht Rock game. Mm-hmm. I could have done that. Yeah. But Only Clint would know the truth. Yeah. What, what if I did that? And then Clint writes, hey, dude. He's wait a minute. Blows up your Twitter. To go to the, Dave, guess what? That, that game belongs to you. Yeah. Oh. It's Cliff. What did I say? Oh, I said Clint. Clint. Sorry. Well, we talked to Clint earlier today. Sure. Well, so it's there's close enough. Going on. Yeah. yeah, there's a... Thank you, Dave. Close <laughs> hey, it's time for trivia. Oh! Uh, yeah. Where's... Uh... Hey, it's time for trivia. <laughs> oh. Oliver's trivia. Okay. All right. Uh, Dave, there's a pad before me. Betting 1 to 25. And I see. Way too big of a box for your bet. And then... Yep. A small... Uh, uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. My wife has just sent me some sort of an email hmm. about the... Uh, Oh, what a prick. What? It's a belt. Uh, uh, the Mission Belt guy. <laughs> the Mission Belt. Uh, it's a, I, I actually own several Mission Belts. It is a holdless belt. It ratches it. Ratchet, uh, ratchet, ratchets. Help. Ratchets. 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 Uh, to uh, to uh, adjust. Yeah, I see. For, uh, 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 you you have lost me three different times. Uh, it's a nice, uh, yes, if you had a meal or maybe uh, uh, you don't fit into that oh. belt anymore. It's a ratcheting style belt. It's, a, it's wonderful. Uh, but apparently... Uh, uh, he oh, is charged oh, for oh. defrauding a breast con- uh, cancer survivor. Oh, oh. 
So also, I, all belts are adjustable no, by no, their nature. But no, but they're adjustable only by like an inch where inch the half. holes yeah. are. Oh, I see. This, this is endless anywhere this along. Is okay. just like a little bloated. I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Helpful. Okay. So like uh, um, the other kind of belt. Um, I have been invited, <laughs> by the way, to vote in the 2021 Zivas. Oh, so what's that? With that, suck it, assholes. <laughs> I guess that's Is the it? end of Never Not Funny. Uh, You're going to be busy with that. <laughs> I'm going to be busy with that. Show's over, fellas. Uh, uh, it is the Zero Emission Vehicle Awards. Oh, okay. So I have been invited, guys, in what wow. can only uh, be along with 40 million other people. That's, sure. Well, I guess Got they heard right. that you obsessively test drive different electric vehicles. <laughs> that could be. Uh, You've gotten a reputation. I know a little bit about it. All right, here we go. Here's your question. Easy All right, here's your topic, rather. Category. The topic. Okay. Here's category. your topic. Sweet treats. Oh, boy. Sweet. He seems to like that category. Sweet, Sweet. treats. Sweet treats. Sweet treats are made of these. Oh, who am, am I to disagree? Why does that upset you? I don't know. That was nothing but fun. <laughs> no, it was fun. But it just, nothing but fun. You got mad at it. Yeah. How about Missionary Man? Don't mess with a missionary man. I was born an original sinner. That's the one. My yeah. wife does not care for the voice of Annie Lennox. Huh. Wow. Yeah, you've mentioned that before. And I don't understand it. I don't get that either. Because I, I think she's wonderful. Talking on broken glass. That's, 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 a, that's a song in particular that she yeah, can't that, stand. Yeah, I'm not wild about that song. Oh, but really? I love Annie I like Lennox. That. One of our best enunciators. <laughs> <laughs> All. all right, here's your question. Everybody's yep. in with their bet? Everybody's yes, sir. Bet yep, yep. Yep. Darren Cockrell? Yes, sir. You got your bet in? Uh, oh, shit. I'm getting a, uh, a call from uh, Scam My Likely. <laughs> oh, no. It's crazy how many people he knows. Yeah. He calls everybody, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. He's yeah. got everyone's number. <laughs> I got a laugh out of Oliver when I came in and I said... Uh, I used the joke that everybody's using. It's like, oh, my buddy Scamuel Likely is trying to call me. <laughs> and he's like, hey. And then I went, uh, everybody's making that joke. Don't don't be that excited with your dad. All right, here's your question. Okay. All right. Why yes. is the pound cake invented in 1795 called pound cake? Oh, I actually know this. Mm. Oh, you, oh, Dave Holmes knows it. I may also Dave, know this. Dave Holmes knows it. Uh, yeah. Better bum bum bum. Uh, Oliver's trippy. Yep. Um, all right. Listen. Let's take a break. This is a good time to take a break. Okay. Dave Holmes is here. He's got the hot new podcast that just uh -huh. dropped. It's hot in your ears. Uh, sudden impact. A Dave Holmes. The no. the. No. It's not sudden you impact. Are way <laughs> off base. Making contact. No. Contact. Nope. Mailchimp. The answer. <laughs> Maybe. What did What did I get wrong? Uh, most of it. Uh, waiting for Impact, a We're, Dave Holmes passion project. Waiting for Impact. Yes. A Dave Holmes passion project. Yes. I got that second part. Well, you, you said the Dave Holmes passion project. I'd like you to drop all of it except for Dave Holmes passion project. <laughs> okay. Because my brain only seems to want to remember that part of it. Yeah. Uh, but but if I if I put it into a search, yeah, Dave you, you Holmes passion search project, I'm going to find it. Pro you know, I haven't even tried, but I bet. Yeah. I bet if you just search Dave Holmes, you'll you'll see it there. Yeah. yeah, you'll see a lot of episodes of Never Not Funny and some other yeah, podcasts that yeah. you've been he on. Pops up on, a, uh, yeah. on many different podcasts, but it'll be in there. He's from what I understand, he's doing Joey McIntyre's show. Yeah, no, you're you're doing his show on SiriusXM. Joey McIntyre's. He doesn't have one. Good day, New York. Good day, New York. He, he and I are also doing on. Good Day, New York together, which My, is not his show. I can only apologize a, for misunderstanding. Yeah, well, I probably didn't. Explain I thought it well. he was a, a host on there. Now I, I no, we're just doing like a joint interview because Good Day, New York. Does not care about me, I, but Joey McIntyre they do. So okay. that is what gets us. Which one is good? What is Good Day New York? It only airs in New York. Yeah, 
uh, I guess the local Fox affiliate. I see. So it's, it's the Good Day LA. It's Good Day LA, LA New York. but it's in New York. I, oh, I see. Yeah. Are you doing Good Day LA? Uh, doesn't sound like it. I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah, and not yet. Will you? If this thing really takes off, she's maybe. no longer on there, but could you at least stop by uh, Julian Barbary's Julian house? Julian Barbary. Whatever happened to her? She had a moment, she huh? She had cancer. Oh, no. Oh. And uh, she's beaten it. She's okay, beaten good. It. Oh, she good. has a couple kids, I think. Okay. Um, I... I for some reason, somebody was uh, communicating with them on Twitter, and then somehow that ended up in my feed. Oh, okay, weird. That somebody was me, <laughs> and I don't you, know you why. Tagged her. It was the I tagged her, I tag her on all my tweets. Yeah. You know that. I just got to see what she's up to. What, right. Uh, I forget why I saw that information, but uh, hmm. can't help you there. Yeah, uh, but I don't think she's working. I don't think she's got a gig. I haven't seen her. I know it. Uh, she was good. She, she was, was. She was great. Fine. Fun. Mm-hmm. Nice fun in the morning. Yeah. Yep. Right. I will never forget that she was the first time I ever heard about a colon cleanse. It was her, and oh they my. found a. Uh, I believe, or maybe she was saying that the doctor told her that sometimes they find crazy things, and one time they did it, and a uh, little action figure or a little uh, like an army man sort of yeah. sized thing because it didn't come out it. of her. Okay, came right. out of someone. So then you get the colon uh, cleanse, oh, and then it comes out. Yeah. Uh, I did a stop me if I've told you the story, but I, I um, on Laurel Canyon Boulevard. Yes, uh, there is a colonoscopy, not a colonoscopy, uh, um, a colon hydrotherapy place, like a colonic. <laughs> that's what she did. Thing. That's what she did. Okay, and I was like, you know, I'm going to do that. Let me see what that's all about. <laughs> so I did, and the the woman whose place it is and who does the the colonics, um, I think her name was Annabelle, and she told me her story as. She's blown water up my ass with a hose <laughs> and also like massaging my stomach and all of this stuff. That's like, anyway, she uh, was addicted to methamphetamines and she beat it through daily colonics. What? And I'm sure other things, but daily, daily colonics, oh, which is like, Too much. sometimes you just have to go to the bathroom on your own. Right? <laughs> so, uh, but so you're like, you know, stuff is coming out of you and it, and you're in this kind of bathtub basin thing right and it comes out and goes through like a pipe and then into the septic system or whatever but as it passes out the the pipe is like see-through and she was talking to me and looking at what was going through and she went i'm sorry i'm such a voyeur oh jeez yeah She was just really paying attention to what was uh, Dave, how what was coming out. I'm going to start at the end first. Yes. Well, that's what she did. Did you, <laughs> did you feel better? I don't know that I did. Okay. Yeah. And but does it is it painful to have it done? Not at all. Doesn't hurt at all. No. And uh, nice warm water. And I apologize for this. I, I'm not asking for you to get graphic. Does a lot come out of you? Yeah. Yeah. How long does it take? Uh, I, I feel like it was maybe. 30 minutes? Wow. 30 minutes of water going up. Yeah, maybe not constant water going up. Um, That's about well, 20, yeah, they 28 for a while minutes longer than I thought you were going to say. going to be water coming down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it goes up. You 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 bear down and push it out. And oh, my goodness. Oh. Back uh, Matt, back I'm back with forth. you. I thought it was going to say, I don't know, like about uh, two minutes? Maybe, maybe it was 20 minutes. I don't know. Yeah, still, it's still more than I thought it would be. Because when you said when you said thirty, I was I thought seconds was going to be <laughs> no. the next. No, no, like, no, 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 no. Boom, boom. No, no. It's a process. It's a whole process. That's longer than a colonoscopy. 
Like even yeah. with all the, with all like you that's, go you go under for that and it's still yeah, that's, that's a short. doctor, not some meth head with a hose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is literally a hose that only it's, it's just it it stops at the threshold and then you know and then the water kind of a gasket goes there. A colonoscopy is like just getting your driver's license picture. Like <laughs> they just got to get up there and get some quick shots. Yeah, yeah but you got to you know wander around a little. They bit. They take a look around. They take off anything that they find uh, that they want to uh, objectionable or testable. And that's exactly right. I uh-huh. feel like the first time I heard about. The uh, what's it called? A colon cleanse? Yeah, there are a lot Whatever. of different names. Colonic, yeah. high colonic. colonic, high colonic. Yeah, I think the first time I heard about it was her. I heard Janet Jackson was getting into it. Oh, is that sure. right? That was a big. It does seem a like a uh, yeah a wealthy person pursuit. <laughs> her, yeah. her brother yeah. got into oxygen and she got into butt water. She yeah, into, oh, yeah. Please, sir. <laughs> is it expensive? What does it cost to get this done? I if this was fifteen years ago. You got a while ago. Um, Let's say it was seventy bucks. Oh, okay, maybe eighty bucks. All right, it's a weight it was loss not thing for some people, right? Like they think probably, it helps yeah, supposedly. Yeah. But then also, you know, you do then get rid of a lot of like the, you know, intestinal right. bacteria that you're supposed to have. You need that stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. You get, it gets the, rid of stuff you don't want to get rid of. Don't want to get rid of. Right. Um, well, I hope Jillian's doing okay. Yeah, <laughs> she has a podcast. What's that? She has a podcast. Oh, oh, does she? Yeah. Oh, but no. But actually, before you scold her, I think she's had a podcast for a while. Hey, I'm, not, I'm not scolding. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Of course she does. Yeah. 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 But no. But I think. I think maybe I'm wrong. But I feel like she had a podcast a long time ago. Maybe. Okay. Like, can I tell you what I am fascinated by right now? The ad for Ellen Pompeo's podcast. Oh, Have you I've heard it? I've not heard no. it. It's airing on. Um, a thing that I'm also interested in the uh, once upon a time at Bennington college that just went up. That's like, it's uh it too is like a limited run um, uh, series about Bennington in the eighties with uh, Brett Easton Ellis and Jonathan Latham and, and uh, Donna Tartt and like their lives and how they came together and how debauched it all was. And it's fascinating. But one of the, um, one of the sponsors is Ellen Pompeo's new podcast. And she says, hi, I'm Ellen Pompeo. Uh, you know, when I was approached about doing a podcast, I was reluctant. I thought there were so many, and and they all seemed to be the same. I wanted to do something unique. So that's why I'm talking to my friends about what's important to them and whatever. And it's like, ladies, that is, that's all the podcasts. That's all. That's it. You're just, this is, it's essentially that but me with Ellen Pompeo. You know what I mean? Yes. And you're acting like you just discovered it. Oh my God. Lady. What one podcast has she heard that she thought, well, no one's doing what I'm going to do. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Just She's maybe serial lady. season one. I don't Wow. Everyone's know. solving murders. I'm going to just talk to my friends. Yeah, 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 also, right. just the nerve of when I was approached about it. Right. Like, all right. Oh, right. Come on, Ellen Pompeo. Just have your hit show and leave me alone. <laughs> I, I, at, uh, let's say at that Foreigner concert that I went to, uh, I'd like to take time, go up on stage and go, uh, just very quickly, quick survey, show of hands. Who here doesn't have a podcast? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just see one guy raise his hand. Yeah. Everybody, and, and, then, and then he's like, oh, wait, wait can I, 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 I do. I forgot. Oh, shit, I forgot. Twice I a week, we yell about what's on TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Dave Holmes is here. We'll get to the, uh, we'll go around the horn. We'll do all that when we come back right after this. Uh. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Dave Holmes is on Twitter at Dave Holmes, just where you expect him to be. You know he's there. He's been on the show hundreds of times, if not dozens. And uh, but he does have a new project that you're going to want to check out. It's uh, Waiting for Impact, a Dave Holmes passion project. 
It's a limited 10 episode uh, podcast that uh, you've heard him discuss on this podcast. And if you aren't already subscribed based on his description of it, I don't know what's wrong with you because it sounds amazing and delightful and I cannot wait to listen to it myself. So check it out wherever you get podcasts. If you are a Stitcher Premium subscriber, you can listen to all 10 episodes now. Otherwise, they release weekly and uh, the first one is up. So check out Waiting for Impact with Dave Holmes on Podcast Landville. And Elliot Hochberg's got something coming up. Uh, play Away Cancer. Oh, Play Cancer Away, sorry. Play Cancer Away is a charity uh, event that is on October 22nd, 5 p.m. Pacific time. He's going to be streaming D&D games on, uh, on Twitch, I, bl- I believe. Uh, and uh, this is uh, for Stand Up to Cancer, a reputable and wonderful charity organization. And uh, so just follow at, or, or just go to at Play Cancer Away on Twitter to get more information about that. Or on Twitch. Is it on Twitch? Okay, so you can look it up wherever, whatever platform you want to look at Play Cancer Away. Look them up and uh, please support and uh, and join Elliot because that that would be fun. Even if it's not for a good cause, which it is, that would be fun to do. So check that out. And of course, check out Jimmy Pardo, October 15th at FlappersComedy.com. He's in the Zoom room doing stand-up comedy for you. You can be anywhere in the world and join. Just get your tickets at FlappersComedy.com. Enjoy! Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something, and then Matt responds. And it's very, very, never not funny. Very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And... uh Look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, that was your your passion. It's not mine. I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. (laughs) Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates that's exactly right by the way we have tickets for the opera coming up i'm gonna hire somebody to go in my place <laughs> uh that is my passion my passion for the opera is to avoid it yeah uh ziprecruiter.com slash pardo ziprecruiter.com slash pardo z-i-p-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-e-r.com slash pardo ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire guys shopify is something that's very very dear and important to me and you know that you know that <laughs> and matt you're laughing because you know that i don't stop talking about shopify off the air it's really it's it's weird it's like your new obsession right. like you used to talk about you know journey and kiss all the time now it's just shopify this shopify that i know and I, all i can do is apologize but i'll tell you why it's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, yep. not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, 
they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up, and then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there. He can log in. He can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done. It's awesome. Um, I've been kept out of the loop on that uh, because um, you're kind. <laughs> yeah. Well, as much as you rave about it, you don't want to know. About I don't want to know. I don't want to know how the sausage is made. I just no. want to see the, uh, the the results. Right. That's what I want. And, and also, I don't know if illegally I can get away with this, but it's so easy to Shopify. Well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2909, award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny on a Monday. Uh, you're hearing this probably on a Thursday. Maybe you're hearing this in three weeks. I don't know how the uh, – some people are behind. Some people are listening to Dave's podcast, and they're like, forget you guys. Yeah. They could be or listen to my, my wife's hot new podcast, How yeah. to Survive with uh, Danielle and Christine. Oh, yeah. They got a great, it's great. Chris Kimmel, who I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, you can listen to podcasts anytime you want, which is a thing that I have found very difficult to explain to Mary Lou Holmes. Because <laughs> I've been telling her about this thing that I've been working on right, and that yeah. has been you know a ton of work over the last few months. And uh, and she's like, "What channel is it on?" And I'm like, I, "It isn't a channel." Okay, what what time does your show come on? It doesn't come on at a time, mom. <laughs> but you're on camera reading. No, 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 no. camera. Like and so yeah, it's oh people subscribe. How much do they pay? No, you don't. It's not a. It's not like that. It's a very difficult thing to explain Just to anyone who is any a week older than us. I, <laughs> Uh, my dad, and again, I, we've been doing this for 15 years. Yeah. Uh, my dad still calls it the iPod. You still doing the iPod? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. my dad is pretty with it and uh, very tech savvy. Yeah. Uh, yet when it comes to podcasts, mm-hmm. just can't wrap it. Same yeah. deal. Can't yep. do it. Yep. Except for when we do Parcastathon, because then you That's just go to that address very, yeah. and it's live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problem. We'll Jim, we watched all of it. Yeah. But, Dad, have you ever listened to one ep- one of the thousands? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, My mother also thinks Adele is Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just too adorable for me to correct her. Oh, have you heard of that? Elaine? Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, she good. That's great. I love, I love the name Elaine, first of all. I think yeah. it's a great name. Yeah. And secondly, I love that your mom is wrong on it and yeah. stands by it. Yeah. I mean, we could correct her. But why? Uh, my <laughs> mother-in-law once, the great Judy Levitt, said, that, and I've told this before, said it, 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 it's not the same, but it's, it reminds me of it, uh, said to Danielle, she couldn't think of who did a song, which I can't remember what the song was, and she said, do you know who sings blah, blah, blah? I know it's not Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so we've ruled out Meatloaf. Okay. We've ruled them out. We, that's better than nothing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> start. <laughs> Harvey, a little head start. start. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go around the horn. As a reminder, Sweet Treats was your topic. Uh, yes. Why is a pound cake called a pound cake? We check in with Garen Cockerell. He's over there at the Pop Culture Beats Info. That's sponsored by DogPell.com. Now, Garen, you alluded to this earlier, and I didn't follow up. Did you enjoy the James Bond movie? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We went to see it, and I enjoyed it as well. And uh, uh, it's two hours and 43 minutes long. Oh, my. It is long. Um, I thought it was a little long in the middle, but overall, I leave liking it. Danielle and Oliver loved it. Were you full yeah. of joy? 
I wasn't uh, going to tolerate you making fun of my use of that when the world is full of negativity. That's and it. I'm, I'm, and I, and I'm able to use a word. I'm full of joy. Afraid that's, I'm full of joy mm-hmm. to express myself. Siskel and Ebert had the thumbs. You have the joy scale. Just I, tell us if it filled you with joy. Um, I was fine when I left. Okay. Did <laughs> either of you see it in 4DX as it is playing? At the Regal Cinemas, very near our no, house. I, I did not go to whatever Regal Cinemas is in that theme park you went to. I, I, <laughs> no, I don't. This, I, I, okay. I don't buy that. That's I, okay. What a silly! I don't, it's I it's so dumb. Did you of see it? Already yet? I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen it. Uh, but the there's a new Regal Cinemas. Very, we could walk there, and uh, and we were you know hadn't been to a movie in forever. F9 was playing. We had never seen a single Fast and Furious movie, but it was playing in 4DX. Now, if you don't know 4DX, it's like your seat moves all around. Yeah. And and there's like, if there's lightning on screen, there's, there's a flash of light in the house. It is the corniest thing in the world. It's like the cheapest version of that shitty Simpsons ride at the at Universal. It's just like your chair moves all around. Yeah. Um, it was so stupid that it was great. I mean, like, first of all, the you know, F9 is of course the dumbest thing you've ever seen in your entire life. Um, That's where add they steal to a it, rocket? Is that the yes, one? Yes, yeah, they go to space. They go to space. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it is the dumbest. It's and a movie about cars. It's a movie about cars yeah. and like, yeah. Space cars. The, a couple of the actors know what movie they're in, uh, but the rest of them don't. <laughs> and it's super fascinating. And you add to it your chair moving all around. Also, if it's raining, like, Little mist comes at you. Uh, maybe, or maybe, maybe the one near our seats was broken, but it was just—it was like someone sneezed on us. Oh, briefly, yeah. you know what I mean? It was just yeah. like a quick, like that's what rain is, right? <laughs> like yeah. a drip of water yeah. from the side once. Or like when you're walking down the street and it's sunny out, and you're like, "Did I feel moisture? Why did I feel yes. one thing on my head?" One thing on my head. Yeah, yeah it, it's so dumb, but Perfect. it was a really fun way to see that movie, and I—I I feel like I will enjoy James Bond. On its own. Yes, you, you don't, don't need, need that. I don't know if I need to add that extra layer, but that doesn't mean I won't do it. I saw San Andreas that way, and I did oh. not know I was doing that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was fun. the movie time that was starting at the uh, Regal uh, downtown. Oh, I think it's a Regal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the one next to, uh, like, in uh, LA Live. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's right yeah, there. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I had a meeting there, and I went, oh, look at that movie starting right now. I'm going to mm-hmm. go. So I went and uh, ended up see, watching the second half of the movie sitting on the stairs. Because I was nauseated. Oh, of course. Yeah, I, of course. I just couldn't. It's like, why? Why yeah. is why, why? Yeah. They do have that thing at Universal Studios, separate from the <laughs> Simpsons ride, that you just go into a theater and it used to be like a Shrek. It was called Shrek 4D. Mm. And now it's um, like Kung Fu Panda, but it's four minutes long and it's the same thing. The chairs move, they spritz water on you because they're going down a waterfall. Yeah. And for four minutes, I'm like, great. Fun, mm-hmm. love it. This is this is fine. I do not need it for any longer. Ninety than minutes. The was, it was, yeah. well, I, only, I lasted forty-five. I couldn't. Yes. I couldn't so take silly. It. Uh, when there's a fist fight and somebody gets punched in the face, like there's a poke at your yeah, back. That's yeah. <laughs> not why. What's going on? Is the fight behind you now? Yeah, it's it just is watch the movie. Just, just wrong. Watch. I mean, it's, it's just wrong. Uh, I think it would make me. I can't really do. Um, Star Tours. Star Tours is rough because it makes me. Yeah. I get not. I still do it just because it's whatever. But I get <laughs> nauseous doing it. Yeah. So, so many would, people say that. I've, I, more people seem to have that experience with Star Tours than not. Oh, I, I have. Like. A, yeah. I have. A, I get nauseous. Yeah, my, at least us too. And I just, I love it. But it's weird how most people don't like it because of that. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I, I also have that. Why is it popular? Why do people do it? Oh, come on, man. 
<laughs> By the way, you iced him off the air in a way that I know I was part of it too. We all iced him in a way that I, I felt immediately to, I, bad for. Yeah, same here. I was going to say something. I felt terrible. Can I, can, can I tell you what happened? I, yeah. I, I, I wasn't icing him. I kind of locked up and I yeah. kind of I I forgot what was happening. None of us really knew how to respond yeah. to what he said. I was trying to figure out what was being said and I was thinking about it. And then, and then I was thinking about the silence yeah. and thinking about the times that that has happened to me in the past and how painful it is. Yeah. How awful it feels. Yeah. I, I don't know this. I feel awful about it. But the truth is I was, I was not icing you. I was like, oh, you, we're starting. And then something happened, but my brain was still at we're starting. Yeah. So when you sit, looked at me and I went, "Aren't you going to count me in?" I was kind of being honest, like I. Yeah, because we were sort of we were sort of at the tail end of just talking about something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, all right, and, and I think we all kind of felt like there was a, a there was like a natural moment to be like, a, "Now we now we will start." Mm-hmm. And then you introduced a new concept yeah, to the it conversation. It was there was the, I, I feel like there was a pivot. It was a pivot. Yeah. Okay, so it is his fault then. No, it sounds like it's his fault. Yeah. No, we were rude to him. His fault. We were one hundred percent. It was always his fault. But you're suggesting I was overly icing him, I, I, and maybe then we felt bad for him. Because I, I, I do, by the way. When it, when it all breaks down, I did feel bad because, uh, yeah. again, I'm the only one that gets to see his fucking face, yeah, and right. it's awful. That's the thing. Right. I can't really see. I see, I see half of his, like, a quarter of his face. I saw him look like, like with almost with fear in his eyes, like, <laughs> oh, fuck, here it comes. And I didn't, I locked up and, again, didn't know what to do. So just to make it right, yes, Elliot, it is like OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> well, my... my I, oh, that's true. I still don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, so, I, so, I still don't get it. So we were talking about... Out, like people from the 90s and they're like they, they could just disappear sure. they could melt into the world and, and that's kind of the point of uh, Dave's podcast in yes. a way right, right. Mm-hmm. and my point was in 20 years from now almost everyone will have done OnlyFans which if you don't know what OnlyFans is that's where people very often get naked so you're suggesting that, that a, a PTA mom yes yeah. In, in 20 have, years, there's going to be a bunch of middle-aged people who are like, "Well, yeah, actually, I have this only fans." But the difference is, you can look that up as opposed to right. the yeah. sudden impact guys are. There's no trace. But also, them. everybody like like everybody will know will have at least had a friend who's done that, right? And if and maybe it'll be even more prevalent than that. And I have no idea what that's going to be like. You when know? you say look it up, Matt, do you have an address for me? Because I would <laughs> I would like to see what the future PTA it's, models going to look like. OnlyFans. Oh, it's OnlyFans. Just go to OnlyFans.com as far as I know. Dot com. It costs money, right? You got to pay a couple of bucks to see. Generally speaking, the idea. It's like Patreon, but with tits. But or or cock. Well, not everybody on OnlyFans is is naked, but the vast majority. Vast majority. From what I understand, that's where the bread and butter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Yeah, anyone who isn't naked uh, is any- about to be naked. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just they're, they're they see the all, money. All they're cultivating they're the anti- their they're building up the anticipation for when they become naked. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Gary, anything else over the weekend other than this Bond movie that you saw uh, and ignoring me as you walked past me? <laughs> I did not see you. Um, I went to a premiere of this movie called The Black Phone at Beyond Fest. You saw okay. Black Phone? Yeah. It's. Wonderful. You love it. Really? Fantastic. It's Bloomhouse's best movie. Hey, we were talking about this in my car yesterday, Oliver Griffin Pardo and myself, about how Bloomhouse, uh, let's say seven years ago, wasn't a thing at all. And now they're the biggest they're horror the movie uh, company that there yeah. is. Like, how did they go from nothing to huge and, and making movies seemingly every week? Yeah. I guess the that's conjuring. it. I think that guy in, he invested in himself. He was like, I, he made made a horror movie, made a little money. If I may, I'm talking to Garen. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Garen, go ahead. It was probably The Conjuring that did it. Because mm-hmm. they did, they've had a lot of iffy, like the, they had a J-Lo movie where she's like, 
a, a sexy neighbor and she oh, has yeah. an affair yeah. with Boy Next Door? Boy Next Door, yeah. yeah. Oh, so they did non-horror. They Or is he, that also thriller? Also, Jason Blum also Sorry. produced... I think he also does non-horror, but I don't know that it quite goes under the Blumhouse label, maybe. I don't know. So is it, say, and, and, and this is what Oliver and I came up with, is it that he invested in himself? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what everybody says. Okay. Yeah, you should, I mean, we hear him talk. All right, fair Invest enough. in yourself and what you love, and you'll get what you want. It's just crazy. You know, bingo hell, and just seeing all these Blumhouse things, it's like, I did not know, it was not in my conversation. I, I think it does feel like horror is a genre that if, if it's not... Like there's been waves of popularity of the genre overall, but there's also like, I think he saw like an avenue where he was like, I could make like a certain, I could, I could sort of put a stamp on this genre and like have that be a brand name that people go, oh, I'll see that because it's yeah. Blumhouse. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, uh, it's it, hard to do that in like rom-com. No one's like, well, well you know, like Nancy Nora Myers Efron. did it. Nancy Myers yeah. was a brand. Nor Efron. And Nora Ephron was a brand, yeah. Yeah, but, but those are writers and producers. Right. Yes, yeah, not stuff. Yeah, but like yeah, to just be like to just be a guy like I'm going to make six movies a year. <laughs> like don't that's you tough. think uh, Hanks with Playtone, maybe he was trying to do that a little bit, and uh, but didn't do I it. I mean, was his plan to just continually make '60s pop group <laughs> movies? Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> did a good one. You made one good one right the first time. Yeah, yeah. And then he, had to, he was like, I, I, I'm done. I finished. I yeah, didn't. I'm I don't done. need to do him. Look no. at my typewriter collection. <laughs> Collects typewriters, David. I didn't you know, know that. that. Yeah, I didn't Tom know Hanks that. collects the typewriter. He has an wow. app. You can get an app on the iPad that is just typewriters, and you can. It's like a virtual typewriter, and it's actual old models of typewriter. Oh, that's oh. interesting. That you can use. You can actually write on them. How many people uh, download that app? Do you think? I can tell you one person who did. Me. <laughs> and there's one more that's happening, right? Oh, you're gonna get that? Because so. you know why? It's because Charlie is obsessed with old things. He loves typewriters and old cameras and things like that. And so we were like, oh, he would love. That. He, he just like just wanted a typewriter. And we we're like, well, I don't know why we didn't make the effort to just get him a real typewriter. But we're like, in the meantime, here's a. This is like he was like three or four at the time. We were like, here, just play with this. Yeah. Could you uh, you can go to a Goodwill or something though, right? Couldn't you get them? A, I guess yeah. You, or, or maybe typewriters are, are retro know. expensive. I thing. think yeah, I think they might be at this point. I'll talk. You know, let me like record players. Like, are there? I mean, you can buy a new cheap record player. Yeah, really. Yeah, you can't buy. You can't get like a classic one. No, you can't. Those no. are expensive. But I'm gonna I'm gonna text Hanks and see yeah, where he gets his. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I don't have his information. Tell him to check in on Chet. <laughs> he might want to spend a little less time with typewriters, a little more time, a little more time with his child. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's maybe, a, maybe you can type him a letter. See how he's doing. Type him a letter. Yeah. Dear Check Chet, in. saw your recent video. Yeah. Are you out of your fucking skull? Yeah. Love, Dad. What is your problem, Chet yeah. Hanks? I mean, it's it's tempting. It's like you want to give the Hankses the benefit of the doubt, mm -hmm. like that this isn't necessarily their quote unquote fault, <laughs> but right. but at the same time, it you don't just become like that out of nowhere you know it's no. it's a combination of like your parents are busy doing stuff and you're right. just left to your right. own devices well yes colin had the benefit of tom hanks before he was tom hanks but wasn't right. he didn't and also, he also raised his, in fresno with his mom like i think probably his mom raised okay him, yeah. yeah okay i i don't know the I, particular i but think it's that's like, the case but the it, access to the father was when the father was right. like a yeah, normal yeah. person yes Chet has not had these no. advantages, no. right? He's True. only he's only known great wealth and access, and now he has a bajillion tattoos. And he talks like he is from Jamaica, <laughs> and it's I love it so much. Great rapper, though. Oh, is he good? Um, I <laughs> loved good, his video, uh, like before uh, before Tom Hanks got the the you know the special Golden Globe, the life that whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm here with me father Tom Hanks, <laughs> me father Tom Hanks. Ah. Oh. Is he good? 
would hit it in a second. You would. <laughs> Absolutely. I was just talking about wow. this with Elise, maybe this morning, actually. It's weird how he is far. Oh, because she was saying, this is mean, but I'm, I'm, I'll say it anyway. And I apologize to my wife if I'm blowing up her spot. She was like, hey, you know, uh, Paul Rudd's son is on Instagram or whatever, mm-hmm. TikTok. And um, and he, I think he's a comedian. I don't know what he does. but pa- Paul Rudd has a son? He has a son who's in his 20s. Wow. And, nope. and his son even makes the joke like, yeah, people, he's like, yeah, I know. People ask me like, why do I look like older than my dad? Like yeah. he's not, he's not, he doesn't, didn't get the, the handsome gene from his father. Oh. And I was like, isn't that weird how that could happen one way? And then meanwhile, Chet Hanks is stunningly good looking Unbelievable. Tom Hanks is like, an, like he's a great actor but like mm-hmm. just a regular look guy Rita Wilson attractive but not like stunningly so yeah. and like so where did this dude come from I don't from? know I don't know where he came from <laughs> it's, and yet a total douchebag eyes yeah awful it's crazy awful crazy but you'd still hit it you see absolutely all right absolutely uh Garen, give me your I guess here on this uh, uh trivia the uh, pound cake why is it called a pound cake I guessed because it was sold by the pound Alrighty, Elliot, I apologize for ever icing you. <laughs> I don't like it. What? Not fun, is it? Uh, let's check in back there with the. Uh, are we going with Dragonoid? I don't know. Well, I don't know how I feel about being uh, being pimped by by the fans through a through a letter. Yeah, they shouldn't be allowed to choose your nickname. That, I, that's we've Jimmy's established thing. I can't choose my own nickname. Wait, they and, want to call you Dragonoid? Yeah, that was in the letter. That was in the letter, yeah. Based on the, the pop figure. Based, based, on the, based on the gift that was given. It's Sorry, a very nice gift. Barton, Pink, uh, Barton Fink came up organically. Yeah. And on a different episode that hasn't aired yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it will live on uh, for eternity. Yes. <laughs> uh, what's going on at Palms? Uh, well, somebody apparently has been, uh, some, some contractor yeah. has been using a giant bladed uh, screwdriver to open our front door, and it's caused it to break several times. You've had to call a locksmith. Yeah, and we didn't know what was going on, and then today the locksmith called me in between in the break mm-hmm. and uh, says, hey, uh, you know, I just fixed that lock, and I just saw, you know, this, this guy using a big screwdriver. So he saw him do it. He saw him do it. Holy crap. And so, and he, he stopped him because he was, the guy was getting ready to do it. He stopped him and said, I can let you in, but uh, you really shouldn't do that, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm still trying to figure out if I can actually get more information about exactly who it was. I'd like you to get more information before you make accusations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I pretty much, I feel pretty good about who I think it probably is. Because it started on a certain date when a certain contractor started working. I see. And uh, has happened several times since then, but if not before. If you're not there, Elliot, yes. how do they get in ordinarily if they don't use the screwdriver? So these particular, most of the contractors should either schedule with me or with the tenant. And then this particular one, who I think it is, they have keys. So this guy could use a key... That is the theory, yes. And hmm. he's choosing to jimmy the lock with a screwdriver. Choosing to break and yeah. enter. Yeah, what a weirdo. Yeah, it's 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 not it's not uncommon because we used to our uh, our water room where the hot water heater is and the stuff for the pool uh, had this problem where they would use it, and then the and our elevator room as well had that problem. But we've since repaired those locks, and so that's and put plates and so forth. It disturbs me that whatever plate on the front door is there isn't sufficient to uh, prevent this. So well, I want to find thing. that out. So if a, if a, uh, a, a near-do-well walks past and sees the guy do that, they could go, oh, I could do that. I could do that. Uh, that is I could do that. <laughs> Said I could do that little uh, chorus line. Yeah. Yep. My pleasure. Mm-hmm. Fosse. Fosse. <laughs> um, well, I'm sorry you're going through that. Yeah, that sounds awful. But it's uh, <laughs> but I, I get to be a vigilante of some sort now and figure out who the criminal is. I like the idea, and I and I li- I look forward to your ten part <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, Elliot, o- uh, only uh, screwdrivers in the building. Locksmith, <laughs> very nice, very nice. Uh, yeah, 
Uh, that the finale's tomorrow, right? Or tonight? When's I gotta, the finale? I got to catch up. I think I'm yeah. two or three behind at this point. Oh boy, you, yeah, you got. Are you watching that, Dave? I haven't the, uh, seen it yet. No. It's, it's good. It's very yeah, fun. It good. Very very fun. Good. We're Do- three behind on Ted Lasso. Uh, I'm one behind. Okay. So, and then I also have not watched SNL from this weekend yet. Okay. I and so I think we're going to do that uh, tonight as a family. Mm-hmm. I kind of also, I, I, I like their podcast industry jokes in the in that series as well. Yes. Especially when they do the ads and stuff. That's yeah. fun. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Because we're, we're in that business. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I see. It's relatable. Uh, I feel, yeah, I feel seen. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Yes. Uh, now, what is your guess here on pound cake? I am about 75% confident about this answer. Mm-hmm. Each ingredient is one pound. Each ingredient is one pound. Hmm. All right. Now, Dave Holmes was very cocky. He so was very he cocky. He said he knew it. But before we get to that, let's get Matt Belknap's guess. Yeah. Um, I, usually when Elliot feels confident, then means he's right. So I automatically feel less confident in my answer, okay. which is, I just wrote two words, Jimmy. It, took, it was the quickest writing down of my <laughs> life. I said, the cost. Oh, mm, cost a pound. One British pound. Right, that's see. the cost. That's, a, that's certainly a plausible. Business. That's part of that 25% that I don't have. Now, before I go to Dave Holmes, I usually I usually go last. Mm. Uh, but since Dave was so confident, I'm going to say mine. And I hope I, I, I hope this makes sense, uh, that they that, that instead of uh, rolling dough, they uh, they pound it. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That they, sure. that they do something else, they, a different technique to get the uh, right. flour ready or whatever, yeah. the dough. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't really know what I'm talking about when I say that. Mm-hmm. Is it fair to say you know more about the Van Halen song, Pound Cake, than you know about Pound Cake? I love my latest pound cake. Oh. Wee, 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 wee. Wee. One year ago last week, we lost Eddie. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Did you hear uh, David Lee Roth is, uh, is retiring? He's throwing in the shoes. His what? He's, his words... I'm throwing in the shoes. Throwing in the shoes. <laughs> uh, which made the rounds on the internet. People uh, like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. It's David Lee Roth. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It's, it, w- why all of a sudden are you thinking he's making sense? He's always mm-hmm. talked like that. Mm-hmm. He's David Lee Roth. And yeah. you wanted to talk like that because mm-hmm. that's what makes him the joy that he is. Right. When I listen to him, I'm full of joy. You're full of joy. <laughs> yeah. I know. He, he fills you with joy. Well, you saw him. I saw him and uh, he opened up for Kiss. Yeah. I, I saw him when it was the Sam and Dave show and he was fucking <sighs> atrocious. Yeah. I saw him with Van Halen and he was good, but I saw him on his own and he was phenomenal. Huh. He seemed to be having a great time and he, uh, while somebody was doing a solo, he used his mic stand as a broom and then pointed at the area that he just swept. <laughs> How do you not like that? Oh, come on. One time he turned around, he turned the microphone upside down and used it as a jackhammer and <laughs> sure. pointed at the area that he apparently destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> like that he, he likes to demonstrate he, the results of his work. And then work. go, ta-da, oh. to nothing. There's nothing there. Yeah. That's our boy. He's a joy in a vest with a tie on doing rock and roll. Why not? <laughs> I, uh, my friend Zach Selwyn, who you may know. I don't know um, Zach. Saw him, saw the Sam and Dave tour. And, uh, and I asked uh, how David looked, and he said, like a creature from Hebrew mythology. <laughs> Which is one of the best descriptions I've ever heard. Love it. Uh, the Sam and Dave show, when I saw it, Sammy, you know, they flip-flopped each night. The mm-hmm. night we saw it was uh, Sammy went first and Dave went second. Mm-hmm. And uh, I decided that if I was management, I would never let it go that way again. Because really? Dave... Uh, had walkouts. Oh shit! And Sammy is never not great. Of course, he's whether fantastic. you like him or not. Yeah, he's great. He was one of the first people I interviewed over Zoom for Access TV. They were doing like an at home thing with some of the the people who you okay know, the the you know dozen people who were always on that network. Right. right. And one of them was uh, was Sammy Hagar, and he was lovely. And I was you know talked to him in his home in San Diego or wherever, and he was promoting his you know beach bum rum, <laughs> right. And uh, and so we're, we're, you know, just chatting. And he says, uh, where are you from? And I said, St. Louis. He says, St. Louis, you love me. 
Because <laughs> like, he is, I guess, like markedly more popular in St. Louis than huh. in other. He is more. Po- it's interesting because uh, Eddie Trunk talks about this uh-huh. that Sammy Hagar, uh, east of the Mississippi, is bigger than Van Halen. Okay, and Van Halen yeah, this way that. is yeah, yeah. Huh. I'll buy that. That I'll absolutely may buy explain that. why I uh, I never had a. I don't like when people. I didn't even know that there were people who were angry at him being in Van Halen when I was a kid because I was just like. No, that's, that's good. What it like is. I know, I, I know the other songs, but I also think these are good. I like it, sure. and everyone yeah. seemed to enjoy it. It's uh, it's rock music on the radio. Yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Sounds good to me. They yeah. call him the Red Rocker. They do. They sure do. All right, just making sure we all know. He's got a uh, a liquor brand with uh, with Guy Fieri. Yes, Santo Spirits, and uh, and so I get. I'm on like all their. You know, when they have a new product, I tend to get it because of the magazine and stuff. And also, I was supposed to do uh, a media weekend to unveil their. Santo Reposado or whatever, up a mountain in Montana, early November of last year. Mm. So it was like I had just decided I wasn't going to go home for Christmas, right? And you know, because everything was basically exactly the same as it is now, but <laughs> no vaccine and whatever. Right. Yeah. And uh, and I agonized over the decision because I of course want to go up a mountain in Montana with Sammy Hagar <laughs> and Guy Fieri, yes, <laughs> go on sleigh rides and stuff. <laughs> oh my God. But, but I but gonna... I was like. I can't say yes to Sammy Hagar and Guy Fieri and no to my to Mary Lou Holmes. Mary Lou, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. of course I do. You just met her. So like, yeah. she, the woman likes a paint. Mm, she she does. She wall. loves a blue paint. Just likes I just nice painted paint. my office a, a, a dark blue. And she's not happy with it. It sounds like. No, I think she likes it. She likes but this better as much as this. Seems to like this better. But I mean, her, she, lit, she lit it. She, she saw you and oh hi Dave. Yeah, but saw that, that wall. wall lit up. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me more about this wall, Dave. Tell us your answer on the Oliver's trivia. Uh, I believe that it is because the recipe is one pound of each ingredient. Well, no, that's, that's what Elliot Hochberg said. Yes. All right. All right. That's that was your confidence. He's seventy five percent. You were very confident. Yes. Again, five dollars on the line, or in this case, oh no, five dollars because yeah. then you go to your bet. Yeah, yeah. we got to see the bet. Oh, that's exciting. I hope, I hope it's this. We haven't had something that like this be, in a while. That would okay. be exciting. All right, here we go. Uh, then we got to go. Yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. I get uh, to this. I got the ballot bands on, and. Um, where I don't we don't need a balance got it okay. <laughs> and then I go uh, this email came in at uh, 7:58 this morning okay and the answer is because the original recipe required a pound of sugar a pound of butter a pound of flour one pound or 10 eggs it was meant to last a while but I don't think that refrigeration strategies were very sanitary in 1795 so I don't know how long it was supposed to last so Just to feed the village maybe you guys yeah. uh, we got a tie oh boy this is exciting. Tie. Oh, now we go snap. to the bet Okay. Uh, Elliot, you are the regular here, so you reveal your answer first, and then our guest will reveal his, whether he won or lost. All right, so uh, the higher the number, the better in this case. The higher the number, the better. That's exactly right. All right, I went 15. 15, right in the middle. Kind of, I know it's right in the middle, 12.5 would be, but my point stands. Dave. Yes. For $5, yes. is your bet higher than 15? Get re- By the way, Elliot, oh. for production value... Get ready to hit that button the second he says his number. Uh, Is it higher? I don't. Do I have a song for winning this game? Oh, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at it because we have a song for winning the name. Oh game. shit! My apologies. We, we kind of, oh. I mean, there is some. There's something, but it's not like a regular. I thought we did. You know yeah, what? My fault. No. It's not like it's not like the the can. It's you not know. get the cash, the coffee. No. There's none of that. No, uh-uh, I'm sorry. All, right. All I can do is apologize, <laughs> Dave Holmes. Then I'm panicking over here. Just reveal. 
Is it higher than 15? Give me that $5. 20. 20. 20. Spelled out. I use the whole box. End to end. Is that a boy? Oh, my Atta God. Boy. Dave Holmes is our winner. 20. He uh, gets five bucks. Let me tell you now, something. I can't, I, can't, I can't stop winning. Do you have a... Drag a, queen bingo. Do you have a five? <laughs> now this. Uh, I don't think I do. I'll Venmo you. Later in, uh, later in the same week, at the same bar in Austin, one bar trivia. That was more of a team nice. effort. <laughs> oh, yes. I actually do have a, a five. Uh, all right. Then I will Venmo myself $5. There you go. Somebody um, remember that way. <laughs> I'm just on a real winning streak right Good now. Good for you. I'm saying. Um, ah. Now, just just for the record, for the yes. for the season points, I do get to count my yes. my bet. Yes, for you that, do. Though. And uh, I bet. Uh, do we say? We, do we, a, we still it, say ours. It doesn't matter because we don't get it. It's just a matter of keeping track. Of you keep, keeping track of you it. You bet twenty one. I also bet twenty one. I bet twenty one. Wow. Damn it! You were more confident about food than me. Oh, we didn't have the same. Well, oh, that'd be a wrestle. Oh yeah, we didn't have the same. It'd be a wrestle. It would be a wrestle. Karen, what'd you say? I went ten. Hey, before we go, uh, this is something that weeks ago I was like, oh, I can't wait for Dave to be here so I can oh, ask about great. it. Oh, Yes. Uh, I think we all watched by this point the um, the Lollapalooza, or not, sorry, the uh, the Woodstock 99 documentary oh, yeah. Yeah. that you are in. Yeah. Um, one, uh, which was fascinating and, and a weird thing that I like only realized as I was watching it that I remembered watching at the time. Like, I had sort of forgotten that that whole thing happened. Uh, but... Very interested to hear. I feel like the documentary kind of left out the end of your story uh, as it relates to how you escaped from from that that base. Because you're talking about kind of being trapped there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody was mad at you. (laughs) Bunch of bros, uh, like aggressive drunk bros, like wanted to rip you apart. Absolutely. Um, But you you escaped, obviously. You're okay now. What happened? Without a a scrape. Uh, They put us in a sprinter van and sprinted us out. I mean, yeah, they just sort of... It really was. I remember I was on air with Chris Connolly. It was the end of Sunday night. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers were performing. We were kind of doing our little live hit, like wrap up thing. And uh, and and I remember looking behind me, and there were like five active fires in the crowd because <laughs> we were in the back of the house, like in yeah. the, and uh, and. And I and I, re- I think on air said it's probably time for us to go right, <laughs> and uh, and after we wrapped in both of our ears, uh, it was whoever was sort of in like in charge in charge back at the production tent was like we are evacuating, and so like we had a security person with us and they got us around the back way back to the production tent, uh, uh, you know. A van pulled up and, and took us out. And I do remember Serena Altschul kept like when when we would get when there would be like congestion because everybody was trying to leave. Right. Yeah. If we were really stuck there for a second, um, she would like grab a cameraman and jump out and try to talk to, you know, somebody who had just been there oh, and wow. whatever. They got a lot of good footage. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but it was fully like. Get in the fucking van. Let's go. This place is on fire. Yeah, I know you, you know want to be mean? a journalist right now. But. All right, Brenda Starr. You know, uh, she's the best. But uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was you know the the organizer who was on that documentary is that such a piece of garbage. Yeah, fuck that and guy. will just will not accept any responsibility at all, yeah. and still says that it was like you know. That like Kurt Loder wanted to be a, a war journalist, and that's why you know that became that story. And it's right. like, no, no, it's on fire. It's no. literally on fire. We were on, on the, the ground. ground. Yeah, yes. we were we were on the ground. We covered the shit. We were talking to the people. Yeah. We were had you know bottles of urine thrown at us. Whatever. Yeah. We we saw we saw it. Listen to us, and and, an, and we recorded it. Right, and enough people who just attended have come. You know, in the yeah. documentary and uh, elsewhere, just sort of 
said, yeah, that was awful. Yeah. Like beyond, you know, people who have experienced other festivals who were like, that was not great. Right. This was a different level. It's a whole different level. Yeah. And by the way, if Kurt Loder wanted to be a war journalist, he would be a war journalist. He, yeah. He, he he wants to hang out with Madonna. And that's <laughs> right. what he does. Yeah. There are plenty so of wars at he that He just time. does what Let he wants to you. do. He's very accomplished. Yes. He, he could have gone into regular news if he wanted yeah. to. Yeah. No. Nobody wants to be a war journalist. Well, right. maybe Serena a little bit, actually. <laughs> but, like, no. It was We all got into this to have a fun, easy life yeah. and not get killed by dumb white guys on fucking bathroom pale drugs who <laughs> want to you know spend 150 dollars to spend three days saying motherfucker at each other <laughs> and that like, was dumb i was at coachella i didn't have fun nothing got set on fire yeah, yeah exactly exactly people know yeah they keep the the damage internal <laughs> uh, uh dave holmes has been our guest what uh, a what a what a what a thrill great to see but it's been it's been nice to like do this right in yeah three dimensions it's fun mm-hmm. that's why we pay the money for the tests that's, so we could all be move. here that's a very smart move um the name of the podcast is uh Come passion on. fruit yes. <laughs> and um <coughs> waiting for impact yes a dave holmes passion project that's correct it's available now now right now anywhere you get your podcasts yeah and if you're on stitcher great. premium all of it's available. I can't. Right I can't wait to. Uh, I don't know if I'm. I, I know I was a Stitcher Premium guy. I don't know yeah. if I still am. Yeah, same. Well, we I used to be on Stitcher Premium, so I think we had. Exactly. A, I think that's why we we had a, some sort of a connection. Uh, yeah, a, they may have cut a, us an loose. account. I, yeah. If someone's doing their job, we do not have access to them. <laughs> yeah. anymore. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I don't know if I, I still do. Like if that person did their it's job, it's possible yeah. they didn't do their job, yeah. and we still still have I don't access. Think mine works anymore, um, <laughs> and you're on it. So yeah, not anymore. Yeah. Well, well, this, this is, show. Uh, this is. Yeah, you know what? I should have it. You're absolutely right. The man's name is Dave Holmes. My name is uh, going to be said later. But for right now, we thank Dave for joining us. <laughs> thank and, you. Uh, Smooth. What do you think of that? <laughs> Great, sir. Uh, on behalf of the Pop Culture Bees, look at over there. That is Garen Cockrell. Behind Video Village, that's uh, Barton Fink, Elliot Hooper, the Honcho Matt Belknap, our buddy Dave Holmes. I'm Jimmy Pardo. There's that name I promised you. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021 Never Not Funny, LLC.